I was just wondering if you guys could welcome uh, the new member of the show to the show. Oh, look at that. Hey, look at that. Ty Schmidt is back in Iowa. His brother's getting married. Congrats to them. Forever's hey. a, a long time. It Hope. is. We'll see how it goes, but congratulations. Another forever thing is this belt being <laughs> draped over my shoulder. I've decided I'm not giving it up. Describe the belt. Well, it was once an OCW. 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 Championship belt. OCW, rest in peace, by the way. I had a good run. Three episodes. Great run. Great run. Might be back at some point. We're not sure. Mm-hmm. But we know for the time being, the championship belt is being used as a plus two championship belt, which is a game that revolves around having a good jumper. Foxy was the champion for a little while. 24 hours. I am now the champion. So that's tough for Foxy. Honestly, he spends hours, literally hours a day working on his jump shot, and he is... Not the champion of shooting basketballs. Mm. Well, Nothing harder than harder than defending the title, they say. That is what they true. say, Todd. Very mm-hmm. good point. Uh, you get a champion's advantage. True. Yeah, but you get everybody's best game, too. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. I, I gave him a lot of bad games. I gave him a lot of bad games when I was trying to get the title back. Yeah, one was my fault. Zito 1,000%. decided to interrupt and not play any music, mm-hmm. which I like shooting with music on in the background. Everybody knows that I like feeling the rhythm, feeling the ride. Get mm-hmm. on up. It's plus two time. Mm-hmm. And... Zito affected me there. Yeah, that's on me. Sorry. But in the last particular game, I mean, I went with the basics. I went with a free throw, and I went with a three-pointer. The game is you're trying to get plus two over your opponent at any given time. Mm -hmm. And it's not plus two as in points. It's plus two in his made shots. It's a good game. It's a great game. And you know what? Held that belt for 24 hours. That thing was at home, in the engine room, hanging out with me, editing videos. It looked good there. But, uh... When you lose on a free throw and a three-pointer. It'll never be back in that engine room. I just want to make sure it's That done. is where its home is. No, its home is in the OCW rink. <laughs> <laughs> the home of this boat is in an OCW rink. And its new home is right here on the right shore. I'm thinking about having a tournament. You guys all have to compete to potentially compete against me. Because right. I, I hurt my wrist. I don't know. I'm not sure I can shoot right oh. now. Because <laughs> rules of the game are that you have to defend the championship at any time. Anytime. It's like a 24-7 title like WWE has. Mm-hmm. But I'm currently on IR with this wrist issue from shooting that three-pointer against oh, Foxy. Weird. We're all yeah, worried about your really wrist. Weird, yeah. Zito th- thought about calling a doctor because yeah. of how bad my wrist hurt after shooting the basket against you. You normally hold your microphone with your right arm, but exactly. you're not right now. Yeah, I can't even open a water. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of I don't difficult. know how you're doing this. Uh, it's tough. It is. The wrist is just hurt. The wrist is just hurting so mm-hmm. bad. So can't defend it probably for 48 hours. Huh. So. Yeah. Probably have to carry into Monday. That means you probably shouldn't have the belt. It should be up for grabs right now. Oh, you're saying it should be an interim? Whoa. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. That's I, I mean I don't think that's right. I don't, yeah, but I'm not a big fan of interim titles. No, everybody knows no. it's not real because yeah. listen to that first word. Say it. Interim. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Huh. Fake. Temporary. Rhymes with drum. Not you know, real. You know what I'm going to let you do? Does I'm not rhyme let, with drum. I'm going to let you have the satisfaction <laughs> of having the belt overnight, but tomorrow. No, my, my doctor said, Zito called him in. Yeah. My doctor said, at least 48 hours, I got to yeah. rest this thing. Dr. Mm-hmm. Toboggan. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Dr. Tobbs, we call him. I will say, though, I was I was 8-0 with that belt. It was a pretty good run. If you can go 8-0 with it. You were counting? Respect. I didn't know we were keeping track. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Of course. Well, 24 hours is what like you said. Kind of a dick move. I, I also would yeah. like to say, 8-0, 24 hours, and did you beat me fair and square shooting? Yes. 
<laughs> Did you sit right behind me on my first my champion jump shot and speak words into my brain? <laughs> yes. Red space. I don't know if that's a part of the game because I thought it, it was a gentleman's <laughs> game. It's not. It's not golf. It is a gentleman's game though. We must remember that it is a gentleman's oh, game. Oh, it is. Yeah, it has to, because you can take the easy way out on that game relatively quickly, and it's you over. Can't Billy right? Hill talk shit? I see. I didn't talk shit. I was motivating him. Oh yeah. I told him he's the mm. champ and he should never lose. Obviously, she would be a real shame if he missed his shot because he's. You champion. can take her advice though. He's the best we got, and it was a real shame. Yeah, it was a real shame you did that. Anyways, I'm happy for you. Only, it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it. It looks good. You look happy. You're complaining about being motivated. You're having some real fucking problems. Zito was speaking gibberish every time I tried to shoot. Made up words. Well, Zito, Zito is known to attempt to ruin sabotage games. Yeah. He can get good point, man. He did Who, that too. Zito? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zito can. Nah, just block. Mentally put a block on him. Yeah. My, brain, him my brain has decided that it won't let dumb things in. <laughs> so Zito's kind of blocked out from getting into my mental capacity, but I can see how other people who can't deal well with dumb yeah. dummies. <laughs> on the blacktop, they call me Professor X. Okay. All right. No nice. reason behind that, but just that's what they call me. Because you move like a guy tied to a chair. Yo, Clayton's pissed at Foxy, by the way. Saying, why? Bad. I, I, don't mean, want, I, mean, I didn't mean to do no, that. No, why is he pissed? So mad at him. What happened? What happened? Well, fucking Foxy's tweeting at uh, ESPN College Football or College Game Day or whatever oh, to no, make no. Uh, Little Nas uh, Old song, Town Road. Old Town Road, the song of the season for college football. Mm. And Clayton was really pissed that he wasn't supporting. I'll let... Oh, he want to run wild. Let it run there. wild. I didn't see Clayton's response. No, no, he was pissed. He sent it to me personally. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I think we've done a lot of supporting of Clayton. Uh, you guys at his concerts look like you are the starting his <laughs> Facebook fan page. But um, I do think this is disrespectful to our friend Clayton pushing a song that's already made a billion dollars when our guy listen, listen. is performing in front of forty five people. That's I like. Use people using Pat when they're already rich instead of McAfee. Exactly. I, I might have got it back up backwards. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you did. About. You did. You're talking about SeatGeek promo, promo code. codes for SeatGeek. I think Clayton knows I was not disrespecting him. And I think he understands that this was for America because why? That damn song ESPN College Football plays from August mm -hmm. till January is the worst. It's always uh, Imagine Dragons yep. or Fallout Boy. No one <laughs> is space. sick of Old Town Road yet, so we might as well fucking hammer There's, it deep. I'll be honest. There's one I thing, never I, get, one thing I can guarantee you is the creative team there, if they are looking for a new song, in no way considered the most popular song of the era. <laughs> no. Like, there's no way they thought we should maybe use. Oh, this guy tweeted us. We Old should probably maybe. Yeah. Tell you what, I never get sick of the college football season song. Are ever. you kidding me? Maybe Especially be a if real fan, bro. Especially oh, if it's nah, Imagine Dragons. Nah. Yep, yeah, me too. Fucking radioactive. Thunder. Oh. Hear the thunder. Gotta respect them. Lightning and the thunder. They never thunder. used either of those, though. Yeah, what but are we're you just saying. About? Do you In remember general. the one that was like, ooh, ah. Yeah. That's YouTube. You didn't get sick of that? No. That was it was the worst. I know America's on my side here. Just and like I know I, Clayton understands. Just like I never uh, get sick of the Monday Night Football song or the Sunday Night Football now. song. Sunday Night Football one's under a little bit of uh, something Why? going on. What happened with that? Somebody said that uh, somebody stole somebody's songs. 
song. Somebody, Carrie Underwood stole somebody's song. Ooh. Oh. Carrie wouldn't do that. It was a headline like last, uh, maybe two weeks ago. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder about Carrie Underwood. <laughs> oh, you know what? Sometimes I, I just look at I'm like, ah, she seems like she's always up. The beat shit. is definitely stolen or whatever. But that wasn't her because it was with what's her name before it. Yeah, let's assume that Carrie Underwood didn't write the song either. It's probably right, NBC. Yeah. It's I would hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's pretty much the exact same fucking song. <laughs> what's that all about, Nick? What do you mean, dude? <laughs> I would hope that she didn't. I would hope she can write a better song than that. Oh, oh so it was oh, a compliment yeah. to her. Yes, absolutely. It wasn't that oh. she couldn't write that song. No. Oh. There were songs beneath her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We understand. I mean, it's a little punny. Mm. Been that? waiting all day for Sunday night. Collins and Michael's going. <laughs> <laughs> what is the song? Put up a five. I don't know. I just, yeah. I just no, fucking know that it plays before the game. And I, I can't wait hyped. for football season. Oh, I'm dying. So close. 48 days. I wanted to make a shirt about it. Just a shirt. We sell a shirt every single day counting down to the season starts. <laughs> See who, who nice. has the most impulse... Uh, impulsive purchase habits. If they buy 48 <laughs> days, we know they're the most impulsive human beings on earth. <laughs> How many uh, days this season? Uh, well, for the NFL, I think it's, uh, this comes on a Friday, maybe 47, 46? Mm-hmm. I feel like I said a different number for my show when I did it with uh, Herb Street. The other day it was 50, I know that. Are you talking about for college? Oh, that's much sooner. Oh, yeah. that's okay, that is much sooner, thank God. Because right. that's a week earlier. It's Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. which happens to be the greatest weekend of the year for that reason. Because college football's back? Football is back, but it's also Labor Day weekend. A lot of sales going on. Mm-hmm. Great. Of, big weekend. No labor. Speaking of no sales. No labor. Mm-hmm. Monday. At Prime Day. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Great. How I much mean, money did they make? Oh, all of it. Yeah. They made all of the money. Got a lot of money. I, I came home yesterday to uh, about six boxes on my table, oh, yeah. and the girlfriend goes, what the fuck is in these? And I'm like, I have no idea. She's like, what do you mean? I don't know. You have no idea. I was like, Prime Day. I don't know what the fuck to tell just you. Just pulling the trigger. I was just clicking, babe. Pulling the trigger, babe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam did that to me. And then last night, she got a text, or whenever it was ending, what is mm-hmm. it, Tuesday night? Mm-hmm. She got a text with like three hours left from Amazon. It was like, hey, <laughs> only three hours left. You want to keep this shit going that you're doing? I'm like, hey, Bezos, we don't need fucking text reminders to spend more money. There was 45 boxes outside the house. Oh, yeah. Did you get anything good? Sam got me a new pair of shoes. I wore them in yesterday. You guys saw those shoes? Yeah, they're nice. nice. Oh, those are fresh. Yeah, those, thank you. They were fresh yeah. off the Prime Day. Mm-hmm. You can buy anything on that. Anything. She bought a new set of locks for the house. Yeah, nice. Flipping the locks around. Hey, that's a practical purchase. Yeah, it is. I, she did a lot of practical purchases. I'm assuming the ones that were impractical were kind of hidden from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming those boxes were pulled and they'll just show up out of nowhere. She'll be wearing something. I'm like, well, when did you get that? Oh, I've had it. That's that's her move. Her new move is, oh, I've had this for a long time. Nick and I both got very practical. I got a 302-piece survival kit. Uh, Nick got a hatchet that kind of turns into a knife and also busts windows open. And, and has a and compass. A, and a compass. Got a compass and a flint. And a flint. Just survival skills. We're, that's what we're working on now. Post-apocalyptic weapon. I bought a new humidor for my cigars don't, that I don't own. Um, nice. but, yeah, but, but if you, you get, get into it, practical. might as well get it on Prime Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. You got not, influenced by A.J. Hawk. Yeah, he did. He, I, he reminded me that I, how much I love cigars, so I got back into it. I want to get a uh, wine. Don't blame you. A wine cooler, like a Ooh. little. The cooler? Just a little one. A little. The cooler. fridge, you mean, or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say again. Do I like cigars? <laughs> huh? I don't think you do. I don't like you so might either. though. Nah. I think you do. You just hate the after effect. I like the thought of cigars. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, they're relaxing sometimes. There is something really. I mean, uh, that it mixes well with the taste whiskey. of whiskey. Yep. For some reason. I don't oh. drink the whiskey. I don't you shouldn't. There's though. nothing like sitting and drinking like a whiskey on the rocks and smoking mm. a cigar. I, I was into, um, what was that shit I had? That uh, uh, 
Templeton Rye. Templeton Rye. I got it in Templeton Rye because they uh, shipped it to my locker after I got <laughs> uh, my alcohol uh, public intoxication arrest. They sent me an entire care package. It basically said, like, we think you're one of our guys. <laughs> I was like, you know what? When I get out of this substance abuse program, I'm going to drink you guys first. And as soon as that uh, that lockout happened, I started drinking them. I was like, you know what? I taste. I like the way this tastes. And no hangover, too, because it's a single malt. Mm-hmm. So it had no hangover. It was pretty delicious, like, but I didn't get back into it ever again. Like anything I, I'm else. not one to just sit and drink whiskey. I think it's an acquired like taste. It. I don't like, like it anything else. Watch but with mouth, the cigar, dude. I like it. Watch your mouth. I'm just telling yeah, you. Frank, you're I, a real life whiskey alcoholic. I, yeah, I enjoy it though. I didn't like it at first, but it was an acquired taste. Yeah, I literally, I, much like Diggs, got influenced. I would watch Mad Men. I'd be yep. like, oh, they just drink whiskey and smoke all day. It's the best. I was like, I don't want to smoke, but I'll drink whiskey for sure. And then I just started uh, whiskey and Cokes. Then you move the whiskey and waters, and that's whiskey on the rocks. You know what? That's exactly why I can't just sit and drink whiskey on the rocks because it makes me want to smoke. Like really crazy. Say, well, t- That's you, why I enjoy it with the cigars so much, probably because it's smoking. Why don't you smoke smoking. cigars instead of cigarettes? I think wow. you'd look cooler. Well, yeah, but you just can't break out a cigar in a bar. Oh yeah, I think you can. Well, you can't break out a you cigarette, can't break in a cigarette bar. <laughs> Exactly. That's why I don't drink whiskey in a bar. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I just want to smoke. But at home, <laughs> but a cigar bar, I can smoke. Yes, can smoke absolutely. Like I have an old fashioned kid at home. It's great. Sit yeah. on the porch. Mm-hmm. We used to go to that cigar bar all the time and. Yeah. Have cigars and whiskey. I know. I like it. It's also a nice excuse to go outside for a while. Oh, yeah, smoke a cigar. You don't want to be around it. I, I'll be over here for a while. Yeah, it is nice. There you go. 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to write this down. Order cigars and, I, AJ and Hawk, whiskey. AJ Hawk just influenced uh, everybody. Acquired taste. Does that mean you just got to fight through the initial Yes, yes that's yeah. exactly what it means. It means it's bad, but you can mm-hmm. use it. So that's when people say, like, beer is an acquired taste. Uh-huh. Right? It's like, okay, you got to power through the shitty times. Because at some point, your taste buds are going to just give up and say, yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. But it's no weird one enjoyed way. their first drink of beer. No, just like two. No one enjoyed their very yeah. first two either. And cigars, the same thing? Uh, I personally think so. Maybe I power through on the cigars. Yeah. You just got to make sure you don't inhale. I've been pretty good with a non-nicotine addiction for my mm-hmm. life, which not a lot of people can battle through. I'm looking around a room full of yeah. spinning. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I've never, and I'm I'm worried that <laughs> when you were when you were slinging cigs, you weren't smoking them. No, you never get high. No, come on, yeah. so high. that's on me. He was an athlete. Yeah, come on, bro. I was fucking running the U8 center, U10s, doing? soccer to be like. <laughs> Just wanted extras, bro. Get off my dick. You know what I mean? But I think cigars. That's still a nicotine addiction, right? Yeah, I would think. Like yeah. AJ Hawk right now For is sure. currently addicted to nicotine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would safely say yeah. that's the case. Yeah. But nicotine isn't the thing that causes you the problem, right? It's all the other shit that's yeah, in the correct. nicotine stuff, the tar. I think cigars- Still, you're kind of a slave to it. Do you really want to get that going? You know what I mean? Like, if I go with nicotine for very long, I get very fucking irritable. Yeah, then you deal with the crashes and the withdrawals. Yeah. Really? That yeah. nicotine does it's that? Oh, yeah. Especially with oh, chew. Oh, good for me, man. That's hey, why no one can quit smoking, obviously. Mm. They got to they go to the pouch. They got to do the gum. You got to wean them off of it. All right. Everybody knows it goes cold turkey. Yeah, that's it. And I've always wondered if somebody can go cold turkey, why can't somebody else? Uh, different people, willpower, want brain well, chemistry. Twenty-three. Right. Oh, you think the brain—the real thing though? Like, there's actual differences between humans. I do. Because mm-hmm. anytime somebody says I quit cold turkey, they always say it as if it's an accomplishment, and I think it really is. Like, is I think the ability from? to quit. Oh, wait! I knew this answer at one point in my life. Which one? The cold turkey and yeah, how it start from. There is a Google Boy answer. I knew this answer at one point in my life, and I'm starting to question myself now that I forget it. That's unbelievable. It started with some, obviously, a cold turkey happened. Mm -hmm. I like cold turkey. I don't like, turkey's probably my least favorite deli meat. Really? Ham, number one. Well, it's just like, I'm really I into about like pepperoni. the pastrami's. Yeah, like uh, the greasy, I like the greasy mm. meats. Hard salami. Oh, yeah. Chipped ham, probably the best. Nice super sot. Honey ham? Chipped ham. Super sot. I don't think I know what that is. 
It's a nice yeah, uh, that is Italian sausage. Oh, I, well, I would like it. So yes. it's like the chorizo, but for Italy. It's uh, oh. normally if you look at your charcuterie board, it's uh, it's got an orangish red color and it's Never cut, in a, cut in a circle. Oh, I do like that one. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen ne- it. I've never it looks looked like, at a charcuterie. It board. looks like hard salami, but more red. Yep. Mm. You two exactly do charcuterie boards? I love them as much as possible. Love them. Like I can at, eat it every day. Like at the house, you yes. come home, mm-hmm. charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll just make one out. You make it yourself? Yeah. We have it in stuff. our fridge all the time. Buy the go. sausages and the cheeses and the crackers. You know, that's probably something to do, too, because you're slicing up the cheese. It's And it's a keto thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm. If you do it without crackers. Leave, yeah. leave the crackers off, but you're fine. But, hey, I found we found the slice of cucumber thing. Oh, yeah, that's oh, good, too. We got that. that going for us now. Replace the crackers. Oh! Uh, mm-hmm. So you guys slicing, dicing cucumbers, <laughs> meats, and cheeses over yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> little charcuterie yeah. board at the house? I, I never like even it. thought of doing that. I, like I always it. just was like, yeah, charcuterie board. That's for them, uh, the people that probably aren't me. <laughs> <laughs> and then now that I'm thinking about it, there's a lot of upside to a charcuterie. Can you Jesus. imagine if when you, like on a weekend, lunchtime, you just you took a shower after a workout or oh, whatever yeah. time, and you walk out and there's just on a cutting board, a little charcuterie thing going We're on. We're hiring a chef. Oh. Yep. I've just decided that mandatory <laughs> daily... <laughs> Charcuterie boards. Yes. I love it. I like this. Mandatory. You like olives? Who? Uh, olives. Now nah, I'm out on the olives. Okay. I Pistols. think that's why I don't like charcuterie boards because sometimes olives are on there. Yes, too. sir. And martinis. I hate martinis because of that. I, th- I don't understand the also, martinis. Also, because it's just straight either. vodka. It's just I think straight that's my thing. Vodka. Yeah, yeah, you're a real alcoholic. You're drinking martinis. Yeah. Though. That's like those people that order like uh, things on the rocks. Whoa. Like, oh, whoa, I like whoa. it like that. I'm like, no, you're, uh, you're an alcoholic. Whoa. Yes. Easy. Hey, you, you, you. It's nothing wrong with that. To me, being alcoholic is drinking it neat when they drink it with no yeah, ice yeah, yeah. and they just pour it right, right out of the bottle. Oh, it's a shot. That rip the, it. Yeah, that's that's the, the difference to me. Oh, I'm not quite there yet. Okay. The temperature of the drink. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably true, though, because one's much more miserable. You're right. Except you're for right. the tour. I just thought about that now, where yeah. I was just taking dry pulls the whole yeah. time. Yeah. You were, well, but that, was, that was nerves. Situational. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You played poolsies. With yourself for entire bottles, <laughs> swigs every yeah, night. Right yeah, you played hand. swigs there because I was in a <laughs> Pulsies. Pulsies might be a better name than swigs. I like great. it. Yeah, Pulsies is great. You played Pulsies with yourself, just passing it from your right hand to your left hand the entire. Pretty evening. much. Diggs jumped in there once in a while. He helped me out. But yeah. did you Diggs? Yeah. Night one. Uh, all of them, but oh. Mostly more night one than any other one. Yeah, yeah. not night two because I was up in that hole in Cincinnati in the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I weighed the vodka that night. I'll tell you why that place was tough. I. Appreciate the people that bought tickets to that place. We'll never be back in that place. <laughs> I've, I, I can Not unless we, we, we form get a rock, rock band. band. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, what we learned from the tour was bars inside the venue, yeah. not oh, great mm. for our style of show. Yeah, <laughs> right. Our style of show. Where you need to hear the things we're saying. <laughs> but, but on the flip side, if we were a rock band, yeah. Cool place. There's no other place to play because you're Great playing place. at the same place as, uh, you know, Tom Petty was oh, playing yeah. there. All these things. A lot of other people. I would play our rock music there yeah. whenever we make a rock yes. band. Yes. For like, sure. Like agreed. Jay's band should have been playing there. Yes. Outlined in blood. Oh, yeah. They're not big enough to play there, but that's what they should have been striving for. Yes. Potentially play there. Go for, yeah. for our style of show, not great. Love the people. Love mm-hmm. what we did. Mm-hmm. Just not good for our style. Of show. We should have just brought a drinking circus into that show. <laughs> Honestly, I, I wish I was... Trot out Joey Chestnut. Uh, yes, exactly. I wish I would have went out there and made like a real... I had a gut feeling that it was going to be bad uh, early during the walkthrough. And not bad by that any means. I just knew it was going to be a different operation. 
I wish I would have went with my gut feeling and just said, yep, this is what we're going to do, guys. We're just going to get up here and play a bunch of drinking games and have mics on us and just see how we can get through this night. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But we know now. Now we know better, and we appreciate everybody that came, including mm-hmm. Pac-Man. Got a good interview out of that. That place was not a con- good dude. That place is not conducive talking, though. No, yeah. not at Imagine all. him playing Flippy Cup or something. Oh, it would have been awesome. <laughs> Would have been a fucking great clip, too. I can tell you from the footage, uh, Cincinnati visually is the worst as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we're on the same page. It was just a raw call. It was dark. It was dark. It was a raw call. Very hard to compete with that last venue in Columbus. Like that theater is sweet as fuck. That's what we're looking for every time. It was almost like a uh, college auditorium. Yes, exactly. It was. It was a college auditorium, is what it felt like. The way I explained it was if you ever played Garage, or not Garage Band, a rock band, and you fail the song and they turn to the crowd, that's why I imagine every time seeing that crowd. At Bogarts? Yeah. yeah. That's so exactly it like, what it was. Yeah. Which is tough to do comedy in front of. <laughs> yeah. I, I was listening to your set, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm so glad that he's up there and not me. <laughs> There's one point where you look like at Like you were someone. doing well. Not that you weren't doing well. It's just Appreciate I know what's going on in your brain. Is I can't hear my fucking self talk right yeah, now. Yeah, I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. There's one point where you just look at some guy, and you're like, what are you saying right now? Are you just yelling fucking random things? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Final cheers! And he was. That's exactly what he was doing. There was a guy just... Parking yes. tickets! There was a guy just yelling literal <laughs> random words. And he was just like random things from the podcast that we had said over the last two and a half oh. years. <laughs> so I was just like, ah... Uh, Play the hits! <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you're saying to me, man. I, honestly, I can't even hear myself. It's like, Let's just get to the fucking interview, huh? <laughs> All right. Let's bring out the boys. Let's get done with this. Jake came out with the guitar, though. We yep. played some music yeah. for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Had to. Had to. <laughs> oh. I performed music at the Bogarts in Cincinnati. Would have been wrong not to. Tom Petty. They did give you that sweet medal for selling out, though. That was cool. That Eddie was a nice Vetter. touch. That was very nice of them. They were, everybody was... That's the problem. Like... I, I don't want to say anything negative about because mm. the place was awesome, the people yeah. were awesome, yeah. the fans were awesome. It just wasn't conducive to a comedy show yeah, where people were talking to just each other. Just a flat-out party atmosphere. It's, it's a great place mm-hmm. for music and whatever else, but, man, <laughs> for stand-up. By the way, even as, as somebody who started my stand-up career at parties, <laughs> normally after the party is the best time for the comedy, not during the party. <laughs> And that's, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of held true yes. here. That's kind of held true. I tell you, man, if I have one regret in life, it's that I didn't, like, if I could go back in time as a little kid and know what I know now, I would have made my parents give me guitar lessons. Oh. I am so, every day I wake up, I'm like, God damn it, I wish I could play guitar. Or yeah, piano. It would be so useful. Or piano. One or the other. I, I think it's one or the other. Little Dr. McAfee is going to be, he's going to be twiddling them <laughs> fingers at a very young age on those goddamn pianos. He's going to be tickling the ivory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah twiddling them fingers. Guitar, though, I keep telling you guys, like, all you need to know is three chords, and you can play a couple hundred songs. I don't want to be average. Mm. <laughs> Would be really good. I respect that. I only—that's all I need. I only Can we clip that from Dick? <laughs> <laughs> Has Dick ever said that? He's never said that once. Hey, we're going to interrupt this awesome episode of Heartland Radio to find out what you wear in your face in the summer. How do you keep the sun out of your eyes? I don't know what you're wearing on there, but if you're not wearing Shady Rays, you're doing it wrong. Seriously. They're an independent sunglass company. They're not some big corporation that overcharges for shades. Everyone knows sunglasses are way overpriced. Shady Rays is out to do it differently and give people a lot more bang for their buck. The craziest thing about Shady Rays is the warranty. What, oh. Tell me about Their it. Their goal is to have the best warranty in all of eyewear, and I think they've done it. You're not going to find a, any kind of warranty that's stronger than this one. They include free replacements if shades are lost or broken for any reason. How much? 
It's free. Jesus. Oh, Any reason, Z. Let's say you take a line drive in a softball game, oh, yeah. split your glasses in two. Let's say you, you get drunk and you jump off the boat at the lake. And they go to the bottom. It's happened to me. Uh, you can't hold your breath long enough to go down there and get them. Foxy. Don't worry about it. It literally happened to me. Don't worry about it. You just get a new pair sent to you right away. They replace it. No questions asked. Try that with your high-priced shades and see what they tell you. <laughs> How dare Don't you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to tell you to pound sand. Uh, Salt, too. Pound Shady Rays gives you an entirely new pair. All you pay is a small shipping and handling fee. That's uh, it. Even with that strong a warning, I can tell you they still are a quality pair of sunglasses. Yep. When you hold them in your hand... They're every bit as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. Yes. As good as any of them. Lenses look perfectly clear. Most shades are right around like 45 bucks oh. at the Shady Rays store. Oh, yeah. Very affordable. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have provided over 4 million meals to date. Because feeding they're, people too? They're good people. That's they're, awesome. They're good people. Good they're peeps. feeding the hungry. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code HEARTLAND25. That's heartland 2-5 for 25% off one pair from the Shade Shop. Again, go to Shady Rays, S-H-A-D-Y-R-A-Y-S.com and use code HEARTLAND25 for 25% off one pair from the Shade Shop. Let's get back to it. I would like to do it alongside comedy songs. Yes, and then they say all you need are the three chords for comedy songs. So. Hey, I watched Bring the Funny. The other night with Foxworthy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keenan and Chrissy oh, Teigen. I, I'm very curious on how this Who's show's Kenan? going. Okay. Because I saw the previews and I was like, mm. Who's the second one you said? It's uh, Thompson. Yeah. Keenan Thompson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Good Burger. Welcome yes. to Good Burger. Home of Good Burger. I never really Thank liked you him. Order. He hosted the NHL Awards, Keenan Thompson, right? Hockey and they back. brought out Kel and did that. I'm like, we're this is we're out of ideas. We're bringing back Kel. You know oh, what? Boy. Hey, I don't need you to hate on that because, look, we just mentioned it. Yeah. So no, I not, like it. It's, I like it. I used to be a fan of the show, but it was like, it's the NHL Awards. This I think, has zero. I think Keenan's funny at his times, you know? I don't think he always hits home runs, but he's been on TV for like 45 years straight. He got to be doing something right. To, yeah. uh, be doing he played it. all the hits. He did the Steve Harvey impersonation. That's and, yeah. that's. I enjoy Family Feud on uh, Saturday Night Live. How yeah. long has he been on SNL? I feel like he's forever, been forever. Yeah. He's been on since he, Keenan and Kelly. Like. He may be one of the longer running people. Of <laughs> all time. Yeah, Not all just right now. Of all time. He's been on there a long time. That's crazy. I know. But th- bring the funny. It was an interesting show. Yeah, so explain it to me because I'm dying to hear. Well, Foxworthy has over 40 million albums sold in the comedy <laughs> world. Okay? Right. 40 million albums sold. So he's the only one really in the stand-up comedy world that's up on that judges panel, right? Uh-huh. Keenan never really did stand-up comedy. These people are doing stand-up comedy, sketch, and then music. So Keenan must be there for the sketch. Sketches, right. yes, okay, and stuff more like his that. Realm? Okay. And Chrissy's just like the pop culture, gotcha, right? Gotcha. So it all kind of comes together. So you see Foxworthy, I mean, he laughs at some stuff, but boy, there's a lot of fake laughing coming out of Foxworthy, and then he's scared to say anything negative, I think, because he is such Mm, a legend uh, and a positive, revered human. Yeah. Because comedy is like tasting... Taste buds, right? Yeah. Some people, sure. some people find me a funny person. Some people literally puke whatever I open my mouth. <laughs> okay, that that actually happens. So it's I can understand that there's taste, but I don't know that show, man. I, I think any TV comedy shows are tough. So yeah, is one of them so the too. bad guy? Like is one of them the negative? Not really. You need a negative. What's person. it on? Keenan was was a little negative a couple times. I don't remember. Sam DVR'd it. Oh, gotcha. She was like, oh, there's a stand-up comedy show. I think you'd enjoy watching it. And she said it because she thought I'd hate it. And that is exactly what happened. <laughs> it's just, it's tough. It's very tough. Because like you said, They're and like all... everybody said, stand-up comedy 
is not conducive yeah. mm -hmm. to through TV. It's mm -hmm. not unless it's like a thirty second bit, like an internet video, which is what like AGT does mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. They just have you up there for sixty seconds or ninety seconds. But yeah. if you got to do like three minutes, four minutes, it's hard to keep somebody. That's and the me thing included. too. Like I and I was talking with somebody about this the other day. It was about those shows, and I was like, you just know, like you certain comedians can't even do the show because they don't fit the format. Like, yes, I right. can't tell a 90-second joke. Could you anymore. imagine me like, attempting you know, to do that? You can do it. Like, that counts out Burt Kreischer. Like, all the great storytellers of comedy that are ruling the world right now, yourself included, can't even go on the show. Not that you guys need that show. It's, it's for people up and coming. But still, if they're that style of comedian, they're fucked. What about an up-and-coming storyteller? Yes. Yeah. That's, well, the agent said that they needed something smaller to show people... Um, to potentially buy my stand-up thing. They're like, do you have anything shorter or smaller? So we made an entire bit in the middle of the show about <laughs> yeah. this is 100% just for people who said we need right. something shorter. Me and my brother did a song, if you want to call it that. And it's just, um, it's tough because with stories, it's like, well, if you didn't hear the last story, this one's going to be tough to relate to because I'm going in a rhythm here. Right. So this story is a lot better if you know what I'm calling back to. Yeah. And that's very difficult to pitch to somebody yeah. who's only going to watch for two minutes. It's like, uh, it's so tough. Oh, canal, boom, kickball, uh, <laughs> radio. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's the story, man. Have yeah. a good one. I hope you like it. And, you know, and, and almost every comedian establishes themselves of who they are on stage. If, if they're not a famous person, they have to tell the audience who they are for the first five to ten minutes. So that then the stories make sense because all the stories sell your and fit your personality, right? Yes. And who you are as a human being. Because it's, uh, people... Some people will say, like, I could say things that get a laugh that other people don't because I was in the NFL. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're 100%. Hey, yeah. hey you're 100% right. kind of exactly. how it works. And you, buddy, who's never been in the NFL, can say things that I can't say that'll get people a laugh. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's like, that's a, uh, it's, that's whenever um, Ryan uh, was in here. Mm -hmm. And he said people come after him for talking about his nubs. Yeah. He's like, well, why don't you have the fucking nubs? Then? You know, <laughs> yeah. We'll trade off. We'll trade yeah. off. Uh, the, uh, you know what I mean? Because exactly. comedy is a personal thing. Yeah. It's, it's a personal the thing. thing in the world. Like when Dig said, I don't want to be average, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> like that is a hilarious joke. You know what I mean? Like that is a very funny joke. But if Tiger Woods was to say that, that's not a joke. Right, that is right. a serious thing. So it, you very much have to understand the human to understand the comedy. Uh, yeah. Why is so it a I joke? don't know how those shows even work, and I don't think they work. <laughs> what was that, Diggs? Why was that a joke? Look at him doubling down on his joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if you do like observational humor, like uh, Seinfeld did, mm -hmm. where like everyone notices something and everyone knows it's funny, but they don't necessarily know why it's funny. Right. People like you who are able to piece that together and deliver it the right way that makes a huge difference as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoy the observational comment. I do too. I, I really love it. Those observational comedics, <laughs> you got to talk as if nobody knows who you are because you're talking in generalizations that everybody mm. understands without mm -hmm. having to know you. I wish I had that piece of brain. I know. Like, I really like it. Like, Brian Regan, Jake Johansson's one of my favorites because he just he can talk about something he saw at the grocery store for 15 minutes. Mitch Hedberg. And mentions every oh. little thing I didn't notice. You know what I mean? Oh. But I see it. Because yeah. I yeah, have seen that before. Is that like you know? Bill Burr as well? Or is that just hate? He does a little bit of both. Yeah, I think he's a good blend of both. Yeah, I think he's at the point now where people know him, though, so he can start yeah. telling a little bit more, yeah. right? Because yeah. whenever he, they start understanding you, you can start telling more things because more things are funny about you now that they know your background. Yeah. 
Because it's like your friends are talking now. See, but I think you do that too. Like every time you go on a flight, mm-hmm. everyone's like, yeah. oh, something crazy happens to you. And sometimes it does, but most of the time it's it's something that happens on a lot of flights. You just happen to be able to tell it in Correct. a way. Bro. That's why that's why the, the great storytellers do what you do is during the journey, you make us laugh with all these little observations of things. This is subtlety. The details. Of the story, right? Well, that's yes. when I know I'm in a place where I know it's going to be a good story, I literally look around and just start taking pictures in my brain so whenever i'm telling the story again i'm just walking through it in my brain that's all i'm doing so it's right. not it's not like i'm ever going to forget the joke or forget the story because i'm literally just walking through in my head again and it, it's kind of fun when i'm telling a story because i'm walking through it in my head and then my mouth is just trying to keep up sometimes i'll i'll like actually open the room to a door or open the door <laughs> to a room in my head and i see something i just start like laughing like <laughs> inside it's like oh i can't wait to say what just happened right here cuz that's kind of what's happening with the story it's just like one thing leads to the next and like pictures. it is very little things like when you're telling the story on the podcast you haven't done this on stage obviously or yet maybe you should but the uh Trip to Hawaii, and you were talking about all the kids at the resort. Like, okay, it, it's easy to talk about kids interrupting an adult vacation, whatever. But when you said the thing about, you know, um, these kids um, weren't used to being, oh. you know, oh, without yeah. their name, like, and you get the parents aren't used to being around their kids. Like, this yeah. is a subtle little fucking solid ass truth that's hilarious. You know see, what I mean? See, I don't think of that as like being a, a comedy piece, though. I just look at it as looking at it and being like, Oh yeah, that that guy has no idea how to talk to his kid. <laughs> it's like how I it's like how I have no idea how to talk to Chuck, right? I just stay away from that little fucking thing. So whenever he's doing something wrong, I got nothing. So I, that's why I felt like. I, so it's not even like um, it's why I, I never will. Your say, brain just picks up on it. You yeah, don't realize you're doing. That's it. why your brain's great. Like yeah. when we were going to Pittsburgh before the the uh, the first show. And uh, one of my college roommates was like, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, I have got no fucking clue. He's like, dude, tell one of like any of the 30 hilarious stories from college. And I was like, the thing is, my brain doesn't remember any of those. Like, I don't remember. I remember them happening and I could maybe. You remember the start and the finish. Yeah, yeah but I could not. The like, subtleties the in details between. and stuff like that that make it a great story. Can't remember to save my life. Yeah, but did you say some of the most crafty, dumb shit I've ever heard in my life? That's <laughs> true. You, it's a craft. It's, it's a. It's a skill. Thank you. We've been talking like Zito has a skill. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Diggs has a. Everybody has a skill who has some sort of personality. That's why I hate whenever people say the Kardashians have no talent. It's like, oh, come on, yeah, come right. on, man. Like you, you, they got humans watching them yeah. for fucking forty-five years straight now. It's like, and that's never going to stop. That is a talent, a skill. Also, we talked about this earlier today. Patience is a, a real oh, yeah. talent, mm-hmm. and I don't, I, I don't have it. I'm the least patient human on single fucking earth, <laughs> and I think that affects me on stage. Because sometimes when I have to piss <laughs> or anything like that, I'm like, let's get to the end of this. Thing. <laughs> ah, we don't have to talk about that. Fuck it. <clears throat> it's like a, a post-edit while I'm talking, uh, telling a story. I'm like, yep, I'm out of here. Ah, they need to hear this, I guess. Yep. See That's funny, man. I enjoy going up there, though. Todd, you go up there yeah. so much. You're up on stage a lot. Not as much as I used to, but yeah, for a while. I mean, I I tell you what, man, it's to me that you have to like find other things outside of just the performance that that you love if you're going to do it a lot. I just that little run where I was doing it on a regular basis. I was trying to get into the mindset of these people that do it every week in and out for years, and I'm like, man, you just have to create your own little challenges. Like, I think you and I were talking one day about like um, I'm just going to try to I'm going to take this joke. And try to uh, 
put a new ending on it. Yeah. I'm going to play with three different endings this week. And that one thing may be the only new challenging thing of your entire hour every night, but at least that's something, you know, it's like keeps you enthusiastic throughout the week. Yeah, you, 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 did that on tour. you did that on the tour. Yeah, yeah, Change yeah. it up the third night. Yeah, you... I was like tweaking it the whole time. I'm like, I didn't want to do it the same way every time. And, you know, you hope by the end that's your best one. You're like, oh, yeah. So the whole the whole week was like a workout session to get that one thing better, you know? That's, I couldn't do it I because I get bored. Yeah. I get I bored mean, telling this. real challenge. I tell the stories. I'm like, man, these motherfuckers are going to be sick of this story already. I mean, come on. And then you forget, oh, these people have not heard this story yet. <laughs> yes. you're like, all right, here we go. Got to go into it. And a game I like to play, which I should not be playing because I've only been on stage like 20-some times, is I actually just go – in a direction with zero idea of how we're getting out of it. <laughs> zero. And I like to just see my brain, see if I can figure it out. Like, hey, just figure it out, bro. Just see if you can get out of there. It's like getting myself, just getting a shovel, maybe Nick's hatchet, and just digging a hole as far as I can and be like, all right, get out of this one, funny guy. <laughs> get out of this one, funny guy. Well, see what you can do. No, why. I think you should do that. Oh, no, it's that's so much fun. I think the most fun thing ever. It's, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't. you just shit on yourself for it not working out, and they'll get a laugh. We're 20-some straight. We've got through it. But it is. Yeah. there is a moment where I'm up there where <laughs> there is zero clue where we're headed. It's like, all right, let's get out now. This <laughs> is the challenge. <laughs> Maybe let me take a sip of wine here for a second. Uh, <laughs> regroup. Oh, boy. Yeah. But it's interesting you say you get bored up there because, like, that Boys and Girls Club thing, you were supposed to go up for 30 minutes, and you were up there for an hour, and it was an hour of full laughs for the entire room. But there was no end mm -hmm. in sight at a couple times there. Like, <laughs> there was no end in sight, and that is a real thing, though. It's like when yeah. you don't have a – like a full layout. There's, yeah, yeah. You get in somewhere and you're like, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, we're at least well three stories to get back home here <laughs> if we need to. Well, I assume most comics plan out their fucking act and, <laughs> <laughs> and they rehearse it over and over and over. And you're you're there like the day before and the day of like, you guys, any, what, do you, what should I do? Like, what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't fucking know, man. Like. I mean, like, well, I'll probably do this, and then, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. And, uh, and then my favorite question to ask the group right before going on stage, like a couple hours before, is like, you guys enjoyed that story about blah, 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 right? And everybody's like, uh, I get some faces of not remembering it, and then I'll, all I need is one person to go, yeah. And I'm like, all right, it's in. It's in. There. That's <laughs> locked in tonight. It's like, a, it's like a feeder test. Like, do you remember this story? Because if I've said it to you guys and you remember it, probably a good story. Yeah, yeah. If you don't remember the story, Probably not a good story. Right. So I'll say something about the story, and if I get zero reaction, I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> that one would have fit in good right here probably if I had to guess because I'm just piecing it together. Watching uh, watching somebody, and Todd, I don't think you give yourself enough credit doing stand-up. Watching a real stand-up comedian like go to work, it's so interesting because everything feeds into the next thing, like the, the good ones, mm -hmm. like the great ones. Everything is just like a smooth ride. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy the fuck out of that practice, but it has to take so long to get it that dialed in. I always wanted to see you. Well, we should set this so important day. But it requires a smaller, more intimate environment, obviously, because I, I saw you do some crowd work at one show at Morty's Comedy Joint. <laughs> And it was really good. And I'm a big fan of crowd work. I love to do it myself. I love people that are good at it. And I saw you do it. And it was early on, like, in you and I knowing each other. And I was like, oh, this guy 
can do some fucking crowd work. Yeah, but like, I can't do it anymore because four thousand seat theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's hard to just be like, hey, yeah. person I can't see, third row. <laughs> hey, row thirty eight. Row thirty eight. Uh, he's deaf, Pat. <laughs> you fucking get it. The only crowd work you could do now is the asshole who's fucking yelling. Yes, there's always one. Yeah, that's uh-huh. it. Which is fun, by the way. Yeah, right? you get those in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Ohio State kid, OH. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit. Dude in the front row of Pittsburgh. There's there's one in every show. Yeah. Every show. Because it's like that kind of, to me, crowd work's kind of like what you're talking about with just putting yourself out there with a blank statement, not knowing where it's going to go. Uh-huh. It's like if you're going around kind of your row there, your first couple rows, and you're talking to people, and you're like, oh, what do you do for a living or whatever? It's like, boy, this could go, like, you can really get thrown for some fucking oh, yeah. in there. All you need is one lady to say, I teach special ed, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're just this gonna... is going to be a tough one. How do I get out of this one? You know, just you know, it's just. Ah, little... you should work with my son. Yeah, Todd. I. I uh, Sorry, Bailey. Todd. Oh Jesus, that was. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying that's what Todd would have probably yeah, said. That's yeah, the yeah, way yeah. that I envisioned Todd getting out of that. Yeah. You guys enjoyed being on stage, huh? By the end of it. I did much more than I thought I would. It How was, come? It filled an adrenaline. I was more comfortable than I thought it'd be. It was probably all the whiskey coursing through my veins, but at the same time, I don't know. It was just it was different. I've never done it before. I've never wanted to do it. I've never been like, uh, I want to be up here and I want everyone to listen to what I'm going to say. Uh, and then you do that, and it was like a little bit of a power trip, but at the same time, it was just like this feeling I've never experienced before. So I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I see why everyone else enjoys it. Oh. Mm-hmm. It, kinda, it filled a void uh, since you stopped playing sports. Kind of like I had got the same feeling that, that I did when I played sports up on stage. Maurice Claret said that, right? Mm-hmm. Adrenaline, Maurice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Maurice Claret, when he said mm-hmm. it, when he's standing side, side stage about to go out, it felt as if he was about to go into the field right uh-huh. there. That's pretty cool. It did, especially those shows that when we talked about a little bit, the show like we did because everybody had a role or whatever, that was like a real team sport. Or Legit. Event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody had to have their shit together for, in order for the whole thing to work, you know, after you left stage. Legit. Yeah. That is 100% legit, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why I enjoyed I enjoyed these shows a lot more than whenever I would do stand-up. Yeah, yeah me too. A uh, ton. Yeah. Because like, even though I did, like, 45 minutes of stand-up at the beginning, mm-hmm. it still was like, I don't know. I think I enjoy accomplishing thing with accomplishing things with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think I enjoy rewarding. that. I, I just We enjoy that you enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was asked the question, uh, do you think that your loyalty to your family and friends has held you back? And I was like, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's a good. All right. This is a great fucking point. I'm just going to be just blunt as fuck about this. I, if you're listening to the show and there's any part of you that thinks Pat couldn't just leave here right now and have a much more Stop. meteoric rise to stardom without hanging here with us, you, you're, you're thousand mistaken. Percent. Think about I, it every single yeah, morning yeah, when yeah. I wake up. Yeah. I've been offered. I've been offered. A lot of money to move to New York, California, and Florida, right? A lot of Mm -hmm. A hilarious amount of cash has been offered to me to move to all three different states from three different, like, Fortune 500 companies, right? And every single time I even, or I read, I'm like, "Ah, I just feel like I can do it out of Indy, though. And then they're always, the question is always like, why? 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 I'm like... (laughs) I mean, I got a lot going on here. I mean, my dad works for me now. I mean, what do you want? What do you want me to do? You know? And they're always just like, let's see if we can make it work out of Indy then. I'm like, you got it. So I do believe that potentially currently it might slow down the thing. I think in the end, it's going to be the most gratifying thing on earth. And I appreciate you guys. And I couldn't be where I'm at without you guys. And I think everybody knows that. And we appreciate appreciate you. I mean, Zito, maybe, you know, without it. (laughs) <laughs> I 
like the office would be less enter- a lot I'm, less entertaining. With yeah, yeah, I'm completely lot. joking. You know, we, sure. We'd be nowhere without you. I mean, that Twitch stream funds <laughs> everything we got going. Still in the red, by the Zito way. Zito comes in, he walks in the door, he puts his fucking Joker costume on. Oh, and yeah. Just the random shipments of things he's ordered for himself that come through the door. I mean, it's entertaining. Every day of the year is prime day for him. Every day of his life has been prime day. He's Zito, you are one of the most electric humans I've ever been around in my life. Honestly. That means a lot. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever be able to make it without you. It's just in day-to-day operations. I find that really hard to believe. No, no. I'll come out of a really real conversation with somebody, real serious stuff happening, and I walk out, and Zito will just be cracking up, looking at his fucking computer, and I'll be like, oh, what is this? And it's a goddamn like saw that he's going to buy, or or something just outrageous he's going to buy. It's like, this guy. I did buy that saw. The best. I think... um, I think I realized where Zito or where Zito gets his money from, because he always he always talks about going back to Chicago. He goes back a decent bit, uh, and then he always has things shipped to this address in Chicago on oh. accident. So like I'm pretty sure he owns an apartment building in Chicago. Oh, <laughs> I had I had an. Apartment oh, I thought you were gonna say he was a male escort. No, 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 no. That's not yeah, No, maybe a uh, hundred pounds ago. Landlord. You're I think he's a landlord. I think he owns an apartment building in Chicago. Yeah, can't confirm now. Got like a hundred tenants, hundred twenty mm-hmm. tenants. Maybe 180. The Perez family just owns like downtown Chicago. Yep. Zito's somebody's <laughs> landlord. <laughs> yep. That's why he has family. all the problems with the pub's current landlord. Exactly. Because uh-huh. he's like, oh, oh, no, oh this yeah, guy should very, be fixing yeah, this. He's very upset about it all the You time. never really hear him get mad unless it's about his landlord. Mm-hmm. That's the only time he ever shows any emotion is when the mm-hmm. landlord isn't right. doing the Perez standard mm-hmm. of landlords or Grubhub. Yeah. Oh. We don't say their name anymore. Maybe he owns DoorDash. <laughs> hey, Zeke, that's a big day for you yesterday. Uh, we talking about... Uh, you, you held out and won. We nope. won that battle. Not that. Bigger. Oh. No, I don't know if there's anything bigger than that. That's the biggest one I've had in a Portillo's while. followed him. Oh. oh, it is big. It's because of that. <laughs> and is sending, sending him Portillo's merch. Yeah, they are. Are you nice. serious? All these... What's two years of thirst? <laughs> <laughs> it all paid off. It all paid off. <laughs> They're offering you more than that one company is for your Twitch stream. I don't know. They're, they might give us some SD cards, and we need SD cards. What are SD cards? The ones we always lose, the little... Uh, <laughs> memory cards. Memory they cards. make a bunch of them. <laughs> what are SD cards? <laughs> <laughs> all I know is they're the little things that have all the things on it that we've lost a hundred of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they go. Hey, is there any way we can look up when I did blah, blah, blah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got that written down. <laughs> <laughs> SD <laughs> card six. <laughs> Don't know where that. No. I mean, we even, we even bought these. We even bought these kids a case for all of them to keep them in. There's no way. That lasted like a week. Uh, that might be my fault. I saw Foxy carrying. I was like, nice fucking card case, nerd. <laughs> the issue is, we're just like run and gun. We'll film something, and everyone just leaves all the camera shit, all the lights, everything right there, and then we go edit it, and then it's like, okay. Hey, Tim McAfee wants to. Uh, yeah. Great idea. Fix that all up. By the way, he wants to run the inventory. Can you imagine uh, no, how much better your life would be? Hold on, Foxy. Yeah, Everybody is like, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah, this is a great idea. I'm the only one that raised any concerns that said, all we have to remember is that Evan Foxy and humans like Evan Foxy are going to be the only people utilizing this inventory thing. So we should make it as easy as possible for humans that are like Foxy to do that. And it was like, yeah, it's a good idea, good idea. I feel like this is something you are going to absolutely fucking hate. You know, I don't hate it. It's just like... 
Okay, for example, when we had other editors here, I always said, like, hey, we keep everything in this room. You use it, you take it out there, you bring it in here. Because if it's in this well, room, we cannot lose it. That's what Tim wants to do. And it just never happens. So, well, and also, because when we got to leave, we got to go film this, yeah. we got to come back. Hey, this needs to be edited in the next hour. <laughs> right. uh, go put your camera back. Go ahead and re-inventory, restock that. <laughs> go ahead and scan in, scan out. and then I, I thought that might have been a little over the... Uh, but, uh, but having a room where all of our electronic shit is kept... Not a bad idea. Having it in one spot smart. would be nice. We did have it going on for a minute there. It was like a we month. Just, yeah. We had extension cords hanging oh, yeah, all around great. the walls. Those were lost. And it's like once they went off there, they just end up under a chair or something. From that all point. the lock mics were in one spot. It was yeah. like, oh, there The extension are. cords yeah. are now out of the office. Yeah. We don't have any left. We don't know why. We have zero <laughs> extension cords left. At one time, I think we had 12. Well, there, I'm not there was kidding. six available spots on the wall, and now they're all gone. Yeah. From there. I know. It's like, where did they go? This office is a fucking interesting place. To <laughs> I appreciate Block Dad for that, though. Looking yeah. out. You Zeta, would like that. Yeah, Zeta wanted so. him to sit there and work it like it was a police evidence room. I did. Where yeah. you so check funny. in and check out. Hey, behind yeah. the bars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants them to sit behind bars. I think it's one of those buttons, too. That you get like, like pressed in, and then you come <laughs> in, and you rent that. That's hysterical. <laughs> this is the last break. This is the last time I'm going to interrupt you, but it's important. Let's say you're in a position where you need to hire someone new for your business. The right hire can make a huge impact on your company. So true. It took us a very long time to find the right mix of characters to work here at PMI. Mm -hmm. You have to put 100% effort and commitment into finding just the right people if you want to accomplish all your business goals. That's why it's so important to find that right person. But where do you find them? You can post a job on a job board. I hope the right person will find your job. But think about it. How often do you hang out at job boards? Well, I ain't hanging out at job boards. Sounds miserable. To be no. honest. Nobody does that anymore. No. Don't leave finding someone great to chance when you can post your job at the right place where people go every day to make connections, grow in their career, and discover job opportunities. We're talking about, of course, LinkedIn. We're talking about LinkedIn. Most LinkedIn members haven't recently visited the top job boards, but 9 out of 10 members are open to new job opportunities. And with 70% of the U.S. workforce on LinkedIn, posting on LinkedIn is the best way to get your job opportunity in front of more of the right people, people who are qualified for your role and ready for something new. It's the best way to find the person who will help you grow your business and why a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. Hurry to LinkedIn.com slash Heartland to get $50 off your first job post. Let me say it again. Go to LinkedIn.com dot com slash heartland to get fifty dollars off your first job post linkedin.com slash heartland terms and conditions apply let's get back to the show i watched stuber yes oh. the uh trailer in the movies when i went to go see uh godzilla stuber was the best trailer of all of them okay so, Stu- so what do you think stuber made nine million dollars opening weekend yep. the budget for it was 16 mil Okay, so it's tough numbers for Stuber, but my lady and I were about twenty bucks of that six or nine billion, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Funny, I was never a Batista guy in the when he was in WWE. Never, never. Even when he came back, I was like, "What are we doing here? Why is this happening?" But now I get it after watching it. He, you put him in the right position. Yeah. He's in a he's in a role where he doesn't have to do too much. He's a funny meathead, I assume, which is what Drax is, just a funny yeah. meathead, yeah. and that's what he is. And then the um, the uh, driver, Stu, in the movie. Care, what's his name? He's from Silicon Valley. He's an Indian guy. Yeah, he's hilarious. Hysterical. I knew nothing about this hilarious, man until this dude. movie. 
Very, very funny. I like Stuber a lot. I mean, I went in there with very low expectations. We're talking next to <laughs> next to next to bottom bottom level expectations. And I'm like, this movie's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. It was the only movie that we had the right time. We wanted a four like fifteen showing. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, let's go watch a movie. Let's go. And it was awesome. Yeah, I've been saying I... it for a while. Like I've seen him yeah. in several like lower level, lower budget movies, and there's just something about him. I'm like, I. I like watching him because he's a baboon. I know <laughs> he is a massive individual, and it, whenever he shows just some some funny stuff, it's like, oh, yeah. look at the funny fucking. And he can do the action stuff. Like I watched this one movie; his his niece gets abducted by terrorists and some soccer. Like, I mean, like that's never going to happen. You know what I mean? But he was like played this former special forces guy, and he had some funny lines in it. And then, but the action was incredible. I was like, I mean, the rest of the movies suck, but watching him, you're like, oh, like he's got her. something. I liked it. No, I like Batista and everything yeah. he's been in. And then the, the the driver, I can't remember his acting name, but in Silicon Valley. Great. He's it's a great show. He's incredible. Life. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is this is a movie that would make me laugh. I don't know how many people are going to go see it, but this is going to be a movie. Problem, real action, too. Yeah. My problem with it is I watched it, and I, I, or I saw the trailer, I should say. I didn't watch it. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, they just took the funny bit of Deadpool yes. with him and a foreign driver yep. uh, driving him around and getting into all kinds of chaos yep. and made it a whole movie. Uh, yes. uh, uh, I get it. So I did what you always do. I was like, oh, I get it. I think it was the name that's getting people. There was another. The, yeah, Stuber? Yeah, I think if it was a better name, more, I, I think the name's hurting them. That was a good name. Stuber? Stuber is an interesting. Now that I know Sounds it. Sounds like they, stupid Uber. They should call it Blind Cop. That that's what they movie. should call it. Blind cop? Was he blind? Yeah. No. Was he? Well, I don't want to give away the movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's kind of blind, yeah. That's why he had to have an Uber. Okay. Oh. oh. They didn't give that away in the trailers at all. No. Yeah. He's a blind cop. Not blind, but very poor vision. Oh, like Impaired. bad enough. He couldn't he's get a nice shot. Loses okay. his glasses. Oh. Uh, that's a good Like Mr. Magoo? Like- yeah. <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. Yeah. Then he gets LASIK. Yeah. But then for 24 hours with LASIK, can't, can't see fucked. anything. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. this movie a lot more now. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very, I mean, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. I enjoyed it a lot more. So than if I, I never told you it was 8 mil or 9 mil, would you have thought it made way more money for how funny it was? Yes. Yeah. I would have thought I would have done better. Wow. But there was nobody in the theater with us. I, I mean, there was no, me and Sam were just, it was one of those theaters where the seat lays back. Oh, and, I do. I like them. That is best. I I I put up this, the the bottom. I don't think the ratio for the lean back to the bottom up is good. I would like to be able to control that better myself. I'd like to be able to push how far back the back goes. Uh-huh. Personally, I like to be able to do that. But I sit up, lean forward with like one foot up, one foot down, oh, yeah. and then I switch back and mm-hmm. forth. I'm a big fan of the recliner uh, movie. It's theaters. changed everything. It has. I can't believe we put up without recliners for as long as we did. Uh, legit. Those old well, stupid chairs. Have, it's because you didn't have movies in your home. Like now that they're competing oh, yeah. with the home right. market, True. they have to make the movie theaters as much as a, as feel like as a home. That, to get that you out of your home. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because anytime before that, I went to a theater and the row in front of me was empty. My feet immediately yes. went up onto the seat in front. Yeah. Of me. Yeah, and they were always trying to battle that and combat that. Yeah. And now they just adjusted and were like, mm-hmm. probably just open the seats up a little bit. Just make a little fucking recliner. This is what airplanes should do, by the way. Let's not be so greedy. Hey, my front row, um, there's a baby there, mm-hmm. but a lot more space this time. Normally in the front row, you kind of get fucked because they yeah. put the bathroom right there. So you think like, oh, nobody's in front of me. This is going to be awesome. Turns out 
No, it's worse because <laughs> that person in front of you can't choose to sit up. The, the, the bathroom's just sitting on you the whole time. Do you think the movie industry got pissed off because like how they made the theater smaller so less tickets were sold? They but they have the more theaters though. in them, though. Like, yeah. I, I think right now they're just begging for people to get a theater. Because yeah. right. like, when movies open up, it's like opening weekend, like... Before, they were used to sit, what, like probably 100 people in a movie theater, but now it's like 50? Well, it's probably half the seats, but the price has doubled. Yeah, and oh, there's like you have yeah. every theater now has like freaking 16 theaters in it. Yeah, there's you always used to, multiple you went showings. There and you had like two yeah. within the building. It's like stadiums. They're making those smaller because people don't want to go to games. Uh, why would you? I, listen, I know we're, we tell people to go you, you seeking all the time. <laughs> But it is tough. That's gonna, if you are going to go to a game. If you're going to go, you might as well get the yes. best deal because mm-hmm. normally it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Normally it's it's you're dealing with something. I guess you're a part of the win, though, right? That's the thing. If you're Because yeah. the fans can impact the game. That is a factual statement. If you're loud enough. The atmosphere, then, yeah. Then the tackle can't hear the snap count, but the DN can get a read on it. So if you're loud, like, for instance, Peyton used to go score. Get a big lead. They have to throw. Okay, we got Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney. Make some crowd noise so the tackle can't hear the cadence. They can get off on the ball, sack. It was a real team effort with the crowd and the team. That can happen. I understand that. But if they don't put, like, in-game gambling in the stadium, I think they're going to lose. They have to. They will. And So, like, I can't speak to everywhere, but, like, where we come from, it's an event more than it is like a game. So it's built up all week. You work all fucking week and then going and tailgating and right. like being with your friends and shit like that. It's just an event. It's not so much about the game. Yeah. But like when we we wouldn't even have tickets, but we would go tailgate and shit like that and then go watch it at our house. So like but people who can't do that, who don't live in the city, you know, you just you just fucking buy tickets and you go down and you go, you do the game. It's it's unless you're sitting up close too. I think that makes a huge difference. Obviously, it's a much better view and everything, but it really does. It makes you feel more a part of it the closer you well, are. Well, and to, to it. me, yeah. if you're going to a Sunday game at one o'clock, you're missing so much other football, and that's just too valuable. Well, a lot me. of people don't check your fanhood, bro. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't <laughs> care about the other games. A lot of people only care about their fucking city. That's true. Team. I mean, when you go through, even like in Indianapolis, when you go through. Doing a, a Colts home game on a Sunday, and everybody's got their jerseys on. They're just walking through, you know, where all the bars are, and they're tailgating all that stuff. That's just like those those people don't give a fuck about watching every other game. Right? You know? They just they're, they're Colts there for fans. the Colts and the Colts only. That's right. church. This is church. Yeah, yeah. That's all I like. That's what Tim McVeigh used to view the Steelers as. Steelers Sunday was just like his sanctuary. I work all week just watching Cordell Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. They have yeah. to put gambling in the stadium, though. 100%. That'd be cool. If they make it Kentucky Derby, it's going to be tough not to go bet on the ponies. Exactly. Oh, that would be electric. Man. That would be awesome. All right. I'll take a beer and uh, 100 that uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes throws for at least 250 this second <laughs> It's happening. Half. It's happening. It has to. Electric. Places are already doing it. The um, For baseball, there's... Where was it at? The, like the um, Chicago or Illinois just passed legalized gambling, and... You're allowed to have a book in the stadium or around the stadium if you're the Cubs. Like so, they like are going to have their own book around nice. the stadium. Oh, really? I can't remember off the top of my head exactly. But what did I say about like baseball? That. I want to be. I want you to be able to gamble on, on every pitch. pitch. Yeah, that'd be insane. I would go to fucking games. <laughs> I'd go right down here to the Indians game every night. Like what pitcher's throwing? Guy loves throwing heat. Strikes only tonight. That's like <laughs> what's the game where everyone puts a buck in the hat every time the ball goes around and wherever it ends up. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. No, there's a game people play. Left, at the right, b- center? No. no it's <laughs> whether or not the baseball 
stops on the mound. Yeah. On the dirt. Yes. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the in between the yeah, yeah, yeah. the half of the inning or whatever, they ball when the ump rolls it out. Oh. The ump rolls it out. Whether or not grass or dirt. Yeah, grass or dirt. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah, it's grass or dirt. Yeah, that's a that's a gambling game that happens in stadiums every single baseball. You're right. Game. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's a good game. That's how, I mean, that's just part. I guess it's just part of having a day. By the that's way, like, you get a good study on that ump. He looks like he's built a little bit. Mm-hmm. Probably an athlete. Going to roll it to the mound. That's like <laughs> he's going to get it to the dirt. One of the best halftime slash intermission games of all time. Um, Red Panda at our nope at our uh, high school hockey games. Chuck a puck. Yeah, oh. you, you would throw a puck from the stands, and if you got it to uh, sit in the middle, closest to the center, closest to the center. Won the fucking prize. It was a great what? game. Uh-huh. Yeah, the only issue nowadays is a bunch of ki- high school kids would have pucks in the crowd. Because <laughs> you buy your puck on your way in and you're just holding it. And your friend Phil is just de-skating humans on the other team and you're cheering obnoxiously <laughs> loud. And then you just got to wait for the period intermission and hope that you don't get a puck to the back of the head. That would only be... That would be the... Yeah, possible great, only though. problem with this, but it was great. Yeah, because as soon as they're like, "All right, get your pucks out," and then you just watch a crowd of like Huck a thousand people just hawking pucks onto the fucking ice. <laughs> boom, boom, boom! It was awesome. Last Chuck time I went to a Cubs game, we were in the the Bud Light bleachers there in left field, and there's two Cubs fans in front of us, and uh, like it was like eighth inning. They were playing the Reds, is why we went, and Reds were crushing them, and oh. uh, they they just looked at each other like you know bottom of the eighth. There's the Reds are uh, are top, top of the eighth. Reds are in the field, and they just look at each other and be like, "You ready to get out of here?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they just simultaneously threw their beers in the left field. And <laughs> security's like, "You're out of here." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're leaving." <laughs> <laughs> like it was like their ritual if they were losing, you know. Uh, you ready to get out of here? You ready to get escorted out of here? Yeah. Want to get kicked out first? Yeah. That's a great way to get out. Yeah, you can tell they'd done it dozens of times. You know what I mean? There was no talk about the plan. Just ready to get out here? Yep. Both of them chucked their beers. Good for them. That is great time. Yeah. Great. Almost as great as our listeners. They send you some questions this time? Yeah, they did. Oh! Let's get into it. We haven't done these in a while. Riddle me this. Foxy's. Shit. (laughs) Remember, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few I didn't questions. look at any of these questions. You want answers? <laughs> I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right, question number one. Question, question number one, Todd. If you had the chance to partner with any criminal in history, real or fake, like they were in a movie or something, Ooh. who would it be and why? Hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna take Al Capone. Oh, dang it. Oh. Yeah, I know he's a Chicago guy. I should have left him for UZ. No, but bad. when I look back in his like his reign lasted for six years. Okay. And uh I mean he was king of the world there for during that six mm-hmm. years. He just was d- dumb. Like he <laughs> needed somebody to guide him. Like yeah, I can, if I if I went back with my law enforcement knowledge, went back there now, him I could have kept him out of trouble for thirty years. You'd be an asset to like a lot a of people. Thirty time. year run. If he would part wouldn't mind partnering up with an Irish guy, we could have ran for like thirty years. Because back then Law enforcement, like it was so, you know, Stupid. not like it is now. They were dumb. They didn't know how to do stuff. And like he got caught on tax evasion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, let's launder this fucking money. Let's pay some taxes. You got plenty of money. That's awesome. Buy, some, business, buy some businesses. Oh, yeah. Plus, I feel like if I had to in a different life, I could get pretty, like, uh, I, I Pretty Nasty? evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you I could feel like, like I wouldn't have a problem in a different life, doing, huh? the dirty, <laughs> doing the dirty work <laughs> if I had to. All right, so I went with one, uh, one fiction, one nonfiction. 
I went with Ocean's good. Eleven. Nice. Obviously. Oh, because yeah, they're of I'd like to pair yeah. up with them. Yeah, oh my like god, that. that's the right answer. Never thought yeah. about it. They're criminals. That's the right answer. And then for the real one, I wanted to team up with uh, Mussolini. Because I would have sat him down and be like, hey, man. Oh, we're going war criminals. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have sat him down and be like, hey, man, we don't even have to, we don't have to get in this at all. We just sit back, join the right side, and you know we'll be better off in the end. Yeah. All I got from that, Tony wants to be a dictator. That's all I got. No, no, that. no. Would have been his partner. And I would have stopped him from doing heinous crimes. Okay. Mm. All right. But let's stick to the mob stuff. So you do think now that he did some heinous things? No, no, no. Oh. Not as bad as others, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one other guy outshined him as far as being the most evil person on the planet. I can name a few. Number well, two. Well, well, you ever heard of Stalin, strange. Todd? <laughs> you know how they... Hey, speaking of your Italian, Castro. organized crime people. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know how Gumpy's always saying how big organized crime is in Canada? Yeah. They just took down like one, some huge that. operation. Yeah, I saw that. Took it all the way back to Italy. $35 million. Yes. Uh, they knocked... It was, a, it was a legal gambling ring. Yeah. No, the Italians are the best, bro. We are. Illegal gambling ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Gumpy's always saying he's like the no, mob runs can- it certain fucking, areas of Canada. It was like 28 stores. It wasn't anything. It wasn't like an offshore. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. It was like they would uh, run these gambling rooms and these cafes. You would mm-hmm. obviously lose your ass eventually. And then they would loan you, loan Sharky money at like 60% interest mm-hmm. or something. Not ru- a bad deal. Ruin your life. They were killing people, setting their houses on fire. Yep. But it was cool because they went all the way back to Italy and tracked it down to like the, the family mm-hmm. and then came back here and. I'm just happy it's still going on. Yeah, so they're the still alive or- and well. The day that organized crime dies, I die. <laughs> is, it gam- <laughs> is it gambling ring or gambling rink? Rink, uh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a rink, like an ice skating mm-hmm. rink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they freeze the, wa- the... It's a gambling yeah. rink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Kay. It's harder. Yeah. Because no one ever the gambles rink. in a circle. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah, it's just a gambling rink. Yeah. Because they gamble on ice mostly. Because mm-hmm. you're living on thin ice when you're mm-hmm. gambling. Right. That's <laughs> exactly. True. That's, that's why. why. Yeah. That's Full why. Turkey, yeah. Yep. Who'd you pick, Nick? I went with Leonardo Notar Bartolo. Good pick. Who the fuck is this? He was one of the only men apprehended in the Antwerp Diamond Heist. If you're not familiar with the Antwerp Diamond Heist, it was one of the most infamous heists in European and, well, I guess world history. There was a Antwerp Diamond facility in Belgium. Belgium okay. And Leonardo, I think this is a clearly a fake name, by the way, too. He rents an office building in the same facility. So he gets access to the security cameras and footage instantaneously. He manages to find out what the vault looks like. And at the time, I think it was 2003, it's like a state-of-the-art vault. It's like Ocean's Eleven, like uh, like Diggs just talked about. Uh, several layers of the vault, magnetic fields, seismic sensors, all of it. Heat, it's got all of it. Mm-hmm. It can detect anything. Neil Caffrey. They build a replica of it in another warehouse he buys at a separate property, and they train for three years on how to get into this place. Wow. That's a lot of prep. It Dude, is a lot of prep. That's dedication to the craft. So they get in, and they manage to get the diamonds, and in doing so, they have access to the security footage, so they go back and they wipe whatever was already on the security footage. And then they basically escape because diamonds are, from forever. what I'm, yes, forever. And <laughs> Todd, maybe you know they're very hard to trace. I didn't notice. I just found this out. They're oh, notoriously yeah. hard to trace. Oh, is what you can't I read. put sensors in them because nope. you have to be see-through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Flawless. So but he served a little bit of jail time on some other trumped-up charges, got out after a couple of years, and now he's just sitting back somewhere on a beach, I assume, with all his diamond money. Great. Awesome. 
So he's still living. Yeah, and he had like three other guys with him who never got caught either. Good wow. And they're diamond, di- they're ice dot. So much money. Bling, bling. It's probably Jacob. I, I've got a couple of jewelers hit me up on Instagram, DMs wanting to ice me at. <laughs> you thinking about it? I mean, it only cost me like a few hundred thousand dollars. So you got, you got Antwerp diamonds in here or what? Yeah, come on, guys. Well, ice me out. You Leonardo da Vinci. What's the guy's name? <laughs> Leonardo Notar Bertolo. Mm-hmm, no Bertolo. All right, I got a guy. All right. Yeah. So I think Frank Abagnale was my first thought. Oh, okay. that's a good one. Catch me if you can, guy. Yeah. Great one. Just because you're so smooth and we'd be doing the best things on earth, just kind of moving. He could teach you For so much. For sure. Stuff. Yeah, and maybe I think type of guy I am, maybe I direct him in a straighter path with mm-hmm. his brains and we really make a billion somehow because yeah. i think that abignally guy could have made a billion if he would have just focused right i met him when i was 12 people forget i met him when i was a kid so i think that might have been the reason why catch me if you can leonardo dicaprio plays him it's a great movie nice. but the guy i'm gonna go with oceans 11 was a fantastic answer yeah, mm-hmm. kind of a Disappointed that my brain didn't think of that. <laughs> Too many cooks in the kitchen, though. Yeah, but you're still you're part of a team. Hey, hey, we like to do things together. Yeah, well, you can still be part of a team, but you, you need eleven. Speaking of the team, Ulysses Everett McGill. Okay. George Clooney. Yes. Oh, brother, where art thou? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like to be in that little crew. Uh, <laughs> we thought he was a horny toad. <laughs> I like to be in that crew. Oh, great move. Just because we become, yeah, just because we become music. Heroes. Yeah. We get a governor elected. It's a good choice. Break out of jail. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do every, against all odds. Yeah. Get out. That's a great one. Thought yeah. you're gonna be the other Frank. Lucas? Yep. Thought about him too, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to deal drugs. I wanna be yeah. like you, Uncle Frank. I wanna be like you, Uncle Frank. I did Frank. think about TI's best Frank. line in any movie. I did think about time. George Hill for no. a second. Mayo. <laughs> Is that his name? George Mayo. Hill from Below? Oh, yeah. George Young. George Young. George Hill, th- great basketball player. <laughs> yes. I thought about George Oh, George Young, Young is a great answer. Because if I were to go back, I'd be like, dude, let's Whoa, just stick to weed. Back, stick to weed. Whoa, <laughs> Look how good your life is. Stick to weed. Where yeah. are you going to go to the yep. cartel? What's his name? What, who ratted him out? Magnificent? Wonderful? What's his name? Freddie? Same with um, fucking uh, Narcos. The uh, sauce. What is there? <sighs> Pablo? Pee Wee Herman? Not Pablo. Pee Wee Herman's character? The uh, Mexican cartel, because they started off with weed and were just fine, and then when they got into coke. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapa. 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 Chapa's doing life. Yeah, he is. His uh, lawyer, Zito, showed me a video of him. He'll get out. Who? Chapo? He's going to escape. Unescapable prison, they say. That's what they say. Yeah. We'll see. He might get one of them uh, little floating uh, comfort packs. That you showed me to escape because they're probably going to have him on a floor that is elevated, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be on his own floor as if he's like Hannibal Lecter, yeah. probably. It's going to be in his own thing with people watching it. Yeah. So somehow they all got to die. He's got to get to a window, put that backpack. Oh, the on. inflatable oh. safety device oh. that you strap on your back. Yeah, you fall out of a building. that thing's never going to work. Uh, for El Chapo, it will. Yeah, I it knows so. that thing won't want to fuck with El Chapo. Oh, right. mm-hmm. The I mean, only thing that might keep him from escaping. One thing that could help him escape is he has so much fucking money out yep. there. <laughs> but the thing that might keep him from escaping is somebody like Found second it. in charge is like, oh, that, now that's my money. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, but the issue is Chapa's got so many soldiers, I think, that whoever's up in there next, they're dead. Those people are dead. Yeah. And then it's all going to become a madhouse. Mm. A cash grab. They're saying he owes like $35 billion now because of this or something like Taxes? that. Taxes? No, like that's what they, um, I don't know what the exact legal term is, but that's what they're making him pay in fines. Fine, no, fines is not the thing. $12.9 billion. Is that what it was? 12.9 or 12.7 billion. I had $35 million from the other story. Is how much he said he, they said he made or whatever. And the lawyer said, 
Uh, that's fine. Uh, this fake number, but I would like to just them prove dollar one, let alone dollar twelve point seven billion. The lawyer just came out. He he represented Gotti Jr. He's going to represent Epstein, I believe, in his next thing. Mm. He's represented El Chapo, and he said, hey, "We just want a fair trial. Let me live my fucking life." Isn't that what he said, Zito? I'm going to live my fucking yeah. life, and I just want a fair trial for El Chapo. Yeah, El Chapo's twelve point six billion fortune oh, ordered God. forfeited. There it is, twelve point six billion. Yeah, the lawyer. He's probably got another thirty billion hidden in the fucking mouth somewhere. Oh yeah, already some trees out there. So basically, just spend the next ten years just grabbing up stuff that they are going yeah, to I mean, say all of his was houses his and assets. Yeah. You can trace to him, yeah. right? But yeah, he's got so much. Yeah. Two billion yeah. in guns probably coming out over the first house, if I had to guess. Get that elevator out of the house too. Sell <laughs> the metal for scraps. <laughs> Gold Yo, know, scrappers or no? Since since moving, we always I put like all the stuff that wouldn't fit in the house, furniture stuff like that out of the curb. They are, Those metal scrappers are they are vicious and meth heads. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> they love them. They will take anything metal. Oh, yeah. Copper yeah. went up recently too, so they're oh did it really? Oh yeah, jeez. Oh. You copper? selling copper? Oh yep, that's fucking uh, it's landlord's seat. He yeah, knows. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Huh? Siding, yes. Yeah, Couple guys knocking head. off your property, Zeke. What's going on? <laughs> did you so, say? Oh yeah. Take <laughs> Because landlords wouldn't know about their copper piping seat. Come on, don't try to fucking fool me. Back in the day, these meth heads would just rip they, all these out. new houses they were building. As soon as like the the plumbing and HVAC went in there, they would just go ahead and strip all the copper out. Of this That's it's just like, like <laughs> raccoons just raiding. The first house I bought, it was this, I bought a drunk, and they told me. Um, they said if it gets finished properly and without any glitches, you could probably move in in about three weeks because they were building a house that uh-huh. was in the community. It was the last house in the community. Yeah. And I was like, what are the glitches? They're like, sometimes we're almost finished and people come in and steal everything out of it to sell <laughs> so they can make money for drugs. And I started dying laughing. I was like, the thought of somebody just ransacking that house yes. just to sell fucking copper and metal out of theirs. Good for them. Good on you. Fair yeah. play. Good on you. Make that happen. That's the, by the way. That's the criminal I would like to team up with. Yeah. The criminal that is just ransacking communities <laughs> for copper. Poison the back. Did you have one, Foxy? Yeah. Uh, you guys know me. I'm not getting my hands dirty. Mm-hmm. I'm not murdering anyone right. or dealing with drugs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm teaming up. I'm gonna be uh, Jordan Belfort's right hand man. Okay. Oh. And, uh, and you know, in the scene when he's like, "I'm not fucking leaving," I'm just gonna tell him, "Hey, <laughs> maybe maybe we leave. We should go." <laughs> 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 We've done enough. Yeah. Maybe we leave. And How about that? He walks out there. Yeah, he's fine. He's made, he's crooked hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. And he's still good if he walks out there. You got your island. Just one scene. That's it. Starts hitting his head with the mic. Can't do it. Yeah, no one to hold him. And? And fold him. Yeah. Two lines of that song. I'm surprised that hasn't been remade. It needs to be. It was a banger back in the day. It mm-hmm. will be. I think so. It will be. Little Nas X couldn't get on that. See, <laughs> <laughs> who you going with, dude? Uh, I'm teaming up with Miles. Uh, you might know him from the movie uh, Blue Streak. Oh, oh Miss yeah. Officer, I got your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and him could uh, tear that shit up. <laughs> you know where that diamond was. You would have a little drone flying in between those pipes. Oh, yeah. Easily. yeah, yeah. <laughs> diamond, a lot of diamond theft. Not a bad play by you guys. It was a big fucking diamond. Well, Check. once you found out it was untraceable, I was all in. This is the move. We're going after diamonds now, boys. So when they find it, they can't awesome. prove that it was the missing diamond? No. Wow. I mean, how would you? I figured they would just like 3D model it or something. Unless it's know. the heart of the ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Rose threw that one out. Yeah, yeah. Heart of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 
Yeah, that thing's still out there. So what do diamond thieves do? They cut it down and they just can't like tell? I think you just sell it. Yeah. As a whole? I don't know. Maybe they get a jeweler. It's not like they have a serial number on them or something. Yeah, you probably sell it for like 60 cents on the dollar or something. I don't know. Still just a quick grab. Yeah. See huh. to think about it, bud. It'd be nice to have a diamond th- uh, thief in the office. Yeah. How long in prison, you think? <laughs> Depends. None, man. They're not going to catch you. You're too smart. I think that's next. You're working on the chef now. I think you get the personal chef and then the diamond thief. Yeah. 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 You got to be able oh, to nice. contort your body around the, the lasers. lasers. <laughs> yeah. What's that movie with... Um, Mission Impossible? No. Um, huh? The guy who has the auction. Everybody Sean right? Connery. Sean oh, Connery yeah, yeah. and... Uh, Entrapment. It? Entrapment. Yes. Where they practice on that laser. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Night Wolf, Night Fox in Ocean Swelf. Yeah. Does He's the same thing, it. too. Uh-huh. Got a grease guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good at avoiding lasers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he dances. He yeah. does like yeah, the tango, the French on. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy got good paintings. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I need him to give me a Bob Ross. <laughs> there was another guy I looked at who was probably my second choice. I can't remember his name now, but he sold fake paintings, like fake European masterpieces, forgeries, to the Nazis during World War II. Gene, oh, I like goodness. that guy. How can I team up with that guy? You can. By the way, the George Clooney... Um, there's another movie about finding all the art. That the yeah, with John yeah, Goodman it's, it's and very Bill boring. Yeah. Excuse me, Monuments Man. Monuments Matt Damon. I was very it? excited for that movie. I watched oh. it. I was like, this is very really? boring. Yeah. You don't respect art, bro? Not really. That was wow. part of the war too. Yeah, you don't remember that? Hey, I took uh, an intro to Renaissance art. Save all the art. Yeah. You guys were kind of on the wrong side of history, though. That side of the room. Who's for what? Uh, that war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys were on the side of burying all the art. Yeah, you're on the axle. I remember yeah. a couple. The axle. That's it. I remember a couple of nations that were involved in it. it. Wasn't us. That's not true. My grandparents came here in 1920. So, oh, it was very nice of your grandparents. Yeah. Get out of that, Dicks? Uh, my my grandfather fought in World War II. So, <laughs> for America? Yeah. Great news. Uh, valid question though. Or was he a double agent? Nope. Storm Normandy. Oh, nice. Hey, the Italians have done a lot of good for America. Yeah. I would like to say because I am partially Italian. There was a lot of Italian Americans fighting in the war. Don't forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. We I haven't agree. had an Italian club update in a long time. What's Coach Diggs up to? Can we call him? Yeah. I almost hope we get his voicemail. Hey, it's Mike DeGilio, Plumber of Water, Water Authority. Water Authority. <laughs> Wait for it. Busy summer for the Water Authority. Hi, you've reached the voicemail of Mike DeGilio, Field Supervisor for the Plumber Municipal Authority. I can't take your call at this time, so please leave your name, telephone number, and a brief message, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a great day. Hey, Coach. We were in the middle of a podcast, and uh, we started talking about the Italians, some of the bad stuff that had happened long, long ago, and then a lot of the good stuff that happened here mm-hmm. in semi-recent history. <laughs> and we are hoping to maybe get an Italian club update. And uh, instead, what we got to hear was one of the most Yinzer voicemail messages <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. Please know that you're the greatest human uh, walking these streets, and we couldn't think of a better person to be a field supervisor for the Plumborough Water Authority. <laughs> We hope life is beautiful. Can't wait to get an Italian club update, hopefully soon, because everybody is wondering. Ain't that right, Todd? Oh, I'm wondering. The Irish are wondering. The Irish want to know. What is going on 
with the Rent and the Dying Club. <laughs> and how come we haven't done any bocce ball yet? That's what we want to know. Ain't that right? Running out of summer. <laughs> Are we still on his voicemail, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anything else we want to tell, Coach? Uh, oh, I, oh, oh, I got one. Mm-hmm. Earlier this show, Coach, your son said, <laughs> I don't want to just be average. I think we found a new elite digs somewhere <laughs> deep down <laughs> hey, in there. Hey. It didn't sound like a joke either, Coach. It sounded like you really meant it. Should be a proud dad moment. I was working out at 6 a.m. this morning, guys. I saw that, 557 or something like yeah. that. Here's a true thing. You got to keep up with your pops. He was at Indy Animal. that weekend, and we yeah, stumbled across him fit, fit at the Red Skeller. He's very fit now. He is cut. He's Coach, a, you're cut. He's a miniature rock. He does two a days now. <laughs> hey, well, Give me that hug, and I was, I was like, felt bad my about myself. My mom said he's bored. Like, he's got man, nothing to do. So he just he works out in the morning, then he gets home from work, and she doesn't get home for like three hours after him, so he just works out again. Oh, Jeez. he's got a headband on it, or bandana oh, on, I bet. Guaranteed. Your dad's the best. The best. Hey, man, have a great day. <laughs> uh, just want an Italian club update. Honestly, it's all we need. All right. You want question number two? Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> uh, we asked AJ Hawk this. We should start leaving voicemails on people's phones <laughs> yeah, more I often. Like, it. like, people do the voicemails for people to call in and ask questions. Mm-hmm. I think we should just call and leave voicemails. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Because I do abuse people's voicemails. You don't answer my call? That's all right. You're going to have to delete this three-minute voicemail. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> listen to it first. Every once in a while, I'll do like, uh, ah, I've been fucking kidnapped. <laughs> they told me I could make one call. In your rat. <laughs> and I hang up. And I wonder if they actually think, do they think they're potentially the reason why I'm going to be dead? I don't know. They probably know you. That's fucking liar. <laughs> I used to prank call my parents and say it was the uh, Indianapolis prison. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sally got over that one quick. This is a, <laughs> this is a click call. For, yeah, exactly. From the- from the county, or, uh, Marion County Corrections. <laughs> I always have somebody who's not me say it, so she thinks it's real. And she goes, fuck you, you're with Pat right now. <laughs> <laughs> One day it's going to happen. All right, so we asked AJ, this, AJ Hawk this question on the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Check it out if you haven't already. Great interview. Great interview. Conversation. Conversation. We should do a lot more long form like that. With our great. guests? Yeah. If it would be t- nice if they have time. Yeah, if they were just AJ was just saddled up in his yeah. chair. Um, and then we had like six of them in the inbox. Uh, four humans to storm Area Fifty One with you that you would pick. I'm going Brock Lesnar. Okay. Yeah. Robert Mathis. Okay. Pac-Man Jones. Okay. Who was on AJ Hawk's list? Mm-hmm. And then I think Elon Musk. Because. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, someone, someone, to, someone, someone to talk to him. Yeah, we need somebody to communicate with him. Because mm-hmm. okay. Brock. Robert mm-hmm. and Pac, Muscle. they'll they'll break down. I mean, anything that's going on. By the way, two people from Atlanta there. I think that says a lot about the city of Atlanta, yeah. picking mm-hmm. two people. Good yeah. point. Yeah, good for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe you add a businessman in there, too. Maybe Vince McMahon. Fucking <laughs> 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 Strutting in, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you sub out Elon and put in Vince. Yeah. He, he'll be like, hey, let's work something out. So I had I had two theories. There was going to be one theory, the the bear chasing you theory, mm-hmm. where you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than everyone else. So I was going to bring fat people. But then I went. I decided against that. Mm. Um, and I went with the route where I think it's going to be hilarious if me and my crew just sat back and kind of watched what happened. Oh, so you're I not got, doing anything. You're hanging out with the aliens. No, no, no. Well, like <laughs> with the people storming in, we're let them all storm, but we're going to hang out in the back and just watch everyone get killed and stuff like that. Oh, so you're not actually storming. You're mm-hmm. kind of observing. Yeah, yeah, but we're part of the crew. You're people watching. So I'm bringing Will Ferrell, <laughs> Bill Burr, 
Danny McBride and uh, Chappelle. Bill Burr's reactions to that stuff would be fucking. <laughs> Look at these fucking idiots! Look at this little one. <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> I, I thought he was gonna say us. He said my crew too, right? Yeah, a couple times. Well, no, and my storming crew. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, observing crew. crew. It's yeah. an observing, observing crew. You didn't answer the question, but I thought it'd be hilarious. My raid crew it would be. It would be. That'd be a very funny crew. My raiding crew. Probably the funniest crew ever. <laughs> Also consists of Brock Lesnar for, for hand-to-hand combat. Smart. Bob Pennington, friend of the show, a retired Green Beret. Oh. Yeah, to do call. all the, the strategy <laughs> and planning yeah. for Military the assault. Clearance. Yeah. Probably the original Green mm-hmm. Beret. And then I'm taking Samuel Jackson to be our negotiator. Nice. <laughs> He's like the best negotiator <laughs> of, all, of time. all time. He had red hair in that movie. Yes, he did. You're right. Smart. Hey, this is that was a smart group. Yeah, oh, yeah. Got to have somebody for everything. I don't know what my role is, but I watched a whole video. I think you're just there to do all three hand to hand. If you got to roll with somebody, roll with them. Yeah, I like like if Brock's holding somebody down, I'll go up there and poke an eye or something. Yeah, and if like hold it, Brock. And what if the aliens are like, we want to laugh? Yeah. What if they're like, make us laugh, (laughs) (laughs) or we kill you? Like, yeah, Todd, go ahead and get your fucking ass out there. (laughs) That's hilarious. New sound clip. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Those fuckers are going to storm it. I watched a video. It was either on the internet or on TV last night. There is a bar called The Ale, Ian. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, they're going to live stream it. They're live streaming it, and they're building space to dorm more people. They're bringing in bands nice. to perform. And then on the other side, there's an alien uh, historical museum on the other side, the other road in. He's building up bunks for people, and he's having bands really? come as well. Yeah. The local community on, I think it's, um, I forget the name of the expressway, Extraterrestrial uh, Expressway, which is right there. Uh, that's where the road that goes in and goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, all the companies around their businesses are playing up like it's Super Bowl. Yeah. What if it just turned into a festival? Like it was like yeah. the new Coachella? Oh, That'd be awesome. The merch sales would be insane. If you had a great T-shirt. Set up there as the, with the stand. Fuck, 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 fuck. Land's probably cheap out there. This guy, this guy had a website. This guy had a website. He said uh, he's got a ponytail. He's sitting in his trailer or something. He lives out there near the Alien uh, Inn or whatever. Alien, whatever it is. And he goes, I run a website normally getting 300 hits a week. Now we're up to about six, 7,000. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers might be wrong there, but it's something. 300 was the original. And then it's 6,000 either a day or a week. But. They're all jacked up. Aliens move the needle. Hey, Hey, business is good over there in the middle of fucking desert Nevada. Good for them. Nice. These desert people have been waiting for this. Forever. Forever. Waiting. Do you see the kid that started their group? His name's like Jacob or something. He's got long hair. Looks like he's in uh, Jay's old band. (laughs) 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 He said he was kind of scared to come out earlier because he thought the FBI would come question him. I suppose. He's on a list now. For the rest of his life. They've been listening to oh, yeah, every phone call he's know, made. Yeah. They wouldn't know who created the group without him coming out. Fucking idiot. Right. Yeah, Zuckerberg wasn't just like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they figured that uh, out. As an alien, I would like non-other aliens to be uh, <laughs> discovered. So this is the guy. They're all dead. <laughs> Who's that? Anybody that goes. Yep. Yeah. If you cross that line, you're getting fucking plowed down with a 50 con. Buy a t-shirt. <laughs> enjoy the merch. Run with your hands at your side, lead with your face, and eat a bullet <laughs> from the special forces. That's what you're going to do. You know, I didn't really think of it like that. If that's good, I could change who I picked. Go for it. Who'd you knock got? off a few people? Who you got? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I went with uh, Ben Askren, 
because like you just said, I want someone who's going to lead with their face full force in the battle. (laughs) Just put your arms down, do the Naruto run. You're going first. We're all going behind you. You're the hammer. Yep. I also went with uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo because yep. I feel like we're going to need that reach at some point. Mm-hmm. And then he's also going to have uh, the short, angry bagel guy riding on his shoulders awesome. like nice. a uh, Rocket and Groot dynamic yep. from <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a 10-foot man. Yeah. yeah. Plus, like, the humor and anger coming out of that, I feel like he can fuel Giannis <laughs> and, like, put him to that next level. And well, then... Uh, a baseball, though. Yeah. That video was tough. Yeah. yeah. No, you cannot. That was tough. He's, I mean, he's tall. Probably part of the anger. You don't see a lot of seven footers in the MLB. Randy Johnson. Yeah. How about that? Touche. And then finally, they're all followed up by uh, 6'10 or something. 6'11. Well, that's what he's listed as on Wikipedia. Really? Yeah. So 6'9. Yeah, probably. Uh, Senior. Pull that up that quick. What? No, I I looked at it earlier. I want to know exactly how tall he was. Yeah. Yeah, then the basketball's weird. They actually they list the heights with shoes on. They don't even hide it. They Oh, NBA is all about pumping up those numbers. Dude, Where really? the NFL complete opposite once yeah. you're small. At the combine, they weigh you without shoes on and with shoes on, and then they post your shoes on height. Wow. And the NFL, they push you down. They're like, all right, a little bit smaller. <laughs> yep. We want to see you whenever you're completely compact, like you would be when you lead your head with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then once they clear the way, uh, Senior Chief Petty Officer Rob O'Neill is last in the oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the gentleman he's who's your shopping. Over, he's line. your Overwatch. Yes. Nice. Mikuya. Yes. I like that a lot. He, hey, he says he was just a lucky man number four or whatever in the raid. That's why he got to go to Bin Laden. I also respect that a lot. Yeah. Humble. Humble. Mm-hmm. Humility. Humility. Yeah. You have a really humble group. Jonas is very humble, too. Yeah. All of them except for the angry guy. Yeah. I think the little guy. The yeah, he guy. brings you a little buzz, though. I mean, that guy brings you a need little, that little buzz. A little song. juice. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Bring a little juice. Little juice. Just a little tiny little piece of juice. Ben Askren a little more humble than he used to be. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's an interesting dude, man. Isn't he? Yeah, but in his defense, if you're a fighter, you have to be 100% cocky as fuck. Have to. You have to. Or you're going to get no fights. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you got to have that mindset to step in there with other monsters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Ben Askren, still the best Frisbee golf player the UFC roster has ever seen. No one's ever going to take that away from him. Ever. You think he fights again? Uh, I don't think he will in the UFC. He's a little older, right? Just by what he said to you during the interview was that he what, hopefully he was going to fight two or three more times. It's like he's already putting uh, a, a deadline. Yeah, or Better get on. those fights in before September 20th. So, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the last fight, the last battle for Ben. Or maybe we win. I mean, these aliens are small. What if we just go in there and fucking yeah. kick them? Bang. See you, Brock Lesnar's just like, boom, boom, boom. Where's the UFO? I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Because they say they're little. What if, because you're going to have to fight the military first. Yeah, yeah, that's the one you First line of defense. About. But what if. No, no, if Brock Lesnar's with you, the military joins you. Oh, that's true. He could rally him. Yeah. Oh, is that plus, fucking Brock? plus, we have Rob O'Neill mm-hmm. in your instance. Yeah. Yeah. So that could happen. Or the aliens welcome the party. And they fight from the other side. I think that would happen for sure. Oh, so the Naruto hipsters are fighting this side. Aliens are fighting this Mm -hmm. side. And And it's a big high five when they meet in the middle. Red Rover, Red Rover. Classic pincer move. Party town. Classic pincer move. Yeah. Pincer is such a guy. Eiffel Tower. Yeah, because they are. (laughs) Eiffel Tower, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who did you pick, Zeke? Who's pincer? It's uh, just a... war move. Yeah. Strategy and war. Warfare. I didn't know that. Come from both sides. Nice. Uh, yeah. We yeah. use it all the time on paintball. Like a crab claw. Yeah, Call of Duty. Pinching the head off something. 
Oh, you guys use him in Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. Todd was up there in war in Norway. <coughs> yeah, we didn't use him. Yeah, he was the pincer from the north. <laughs> yeah, I was the northern something. tip of the claw. <laughs> in case. You were the knuckle. He was a snow crab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Snow crab. Did you have Those are your calls, huh? Yeah. Snow crab, come in. <laughs> no one's there. <sighs> uh, I had uh, Jet Li, Jackie Chan. Um, <laughs> who else did I have? Bruce Lee. Really? Um, well, no, I couldn't. An anime that. character? <laughs> Pokemon. No, and then uh, who's the fast? Oh, um, oh, what's this fast guy ever? Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. And then Sorry. I have Otis. Oh, okay. from WWE. Yep. <laughs> Doing aliens. Yeah. You're the best seat. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's a good group. Is there yeah, a human know. called Pokemon in that show, or is that just all of them? That's all of them. So when I screamed Pokemon, race. I was wrong. Goku is the winner. Goku. Different shows. Yeah. What? He's Dra- Dragon Ball Z, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goku. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Kame. Kame. <laughs> ha! That's Goku. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Foxy, who you got? My group's also going to make a billion dollars. Uh, it's in studio right now, actually. I'm taking The Rock. Okay. Taking Stone Cold. What? I'm taking Will Smith. Smart. Independence Day. I actually don't know who that guy is, but oh. he's coming too. <laughs> the dude. Yeah, he's coming as well. And then I'm just there to film it all. And wow. I'm taking that thing to China. Billion dollars. Wow. All right. boy. Not only just the plan? dude, but like one of the greatest... <clears throat> Actors. Jeff Bridges, yeah. dude, come on. Still, I've never heard of that name. You're right, Fox. Yeah. I what's watched, he in? I mean, I've seen Academy oh, Award gosh. winner. I've seen a Big Lebowski, so oh, that's what I he's from. know everything. He's Hell or High Water. But you nope. don't know anything, honestly. I haven't seen either of those. Blown away. Of he's been acting for like four decades. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. he still acting? Yes. yes. Mm. Hell or High Water. Newsroom. Never seen it. He was in a newsroom? No. no. Absolutely. It was Jeff Daniels. <laughs> Absolutely not. Be a lot better. Newsroom would be a lot better if Jeff Bridges was uh, in it. Would he be good with aliens? What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, he would. He probably mm-hmm. is an alien. He's a calming figure. Yeah, I feel like like he's somebody they'll listen to. Okay. Without good. being threatened. But if the threat did arise, he can still handle himself. Is he like that in real life or is that just the characters he plays? Character. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably People forget he was the bad guy in the first Iron Man. Oh, Tron. Yeah. And he was in Tron. He's got range. Oh, that's him? Yeah. Oh. He grew up. His brother was an actor. His Tron. dad was a legendary actor. What is Tron? It's where they play that rollerblade game. Oh, yeah. The What's bikes. That? The light bikes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the light bikes. It was a video game where a guy got trapped in the video game. Mm-hmm. You, know? you think of Blade Runner? No. There's actually that, rollerblades and what's that roller skating game where people skate in circles? The oh, yeah. You're thinking of uh, Rollerball. No. The I'm movie. Th- no, it's an actual sport. It's roller derby. Oh. Roller derby. Yeah, but it was like violent. Like they would smash people's heads in with metal balls and stuff. Yeah, that's tr- yeah. They made a movie about it. We used to watch that. Was it on? Was it Spike at the time, or was it something? Yeah. else? MTV mm-hmm. also. That was a good had fucking. Yeah. I enjoyed roller derby. Shit was insane. They have the team here. Do they? Indianapolis. It's a women's team. Mm-hmm. How are they? Are we pretty good. It's like you know, it's the sports entertainment thing. It's, I went to one one time. It was pretty fun. They close on each other and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The ones on, I think it was MTV or Spike. I found out later those were scripted. Yeah, I found what did you just say to me? They, they work they just like wrestling. Yep, mm-hmm. I was just about to say that. All roller derby works. No, like I don't know about all, but I know the ones the, that were put on TV. Were. No, yeah, it on is. Friday. It's all sports entertainment. On, on Friday nights when you got home from <laughs> soccer practice, threw it on. Mm-hmm. Fucking scripted. No way. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. That's how good it was, though. Mm-hmm. You never knew. 
But you think about it, if like the movie Rollerball, if you haven't seen it, like if you took roller derby and you made it like a really violent, like gladiator type sport, yeah. it is a really cool idea. I've never seen Rollerball. Yeah. It, the movie didn't, the one in your generation. Is that was Lil Bow Wow? No, it's the guy from American Pie. Shh. The handsome guy Mike, played Mike. lacrosse. You're talking. Oh, he's the worst actor of all time. I know. It's like, why did you cast him? You just ruined this whole thing. Who? He almost ruined the entire series of that movie of American Pie. The, 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 the real good looking guy. guy that played lacrosse. That guy in American Pie. Oh, uh, I was thinking of Roll Bounce. It's mm. another movie with Lil Bow Wow. I don't think I know what you're talking about. You never seen American Pie? I have seen American Pie. The one, the guy who who was like, uh, he was basically Ross Geller of American Pie. <laughs> Ross Geller. <laughs> He played the cross. Oh, what was his name uh, in America? Chris Klein. Yeah, he was the the main love story in the oh, movie. Slick back hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he was the worst. The buff did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Played real cross with Stifler. Oz. 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 Yeah, it's Chris Klein. Chris Klein. Chris Oz Striker. There you go. Mm -hmm. Chris Klein. Mm -hmm. American Pie. Mm -hmm. You'll know. Good looking kid. Not a great actor. <sighs> oh yeah, I remember him. He's like a bootleg Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Full, not even, yeah. He's Very bootleg. Uh, Keanu Reeves is completely 180. He's the entire crown, PR. He's the, he's the crown roost of Keanu. I didn't know one to pick him. <laughs> huh? so go. I didn't know one to pick him. That's crazy. It's, I, I would like to go back. Hello. Hello, Anthony. <laughs> Coach. Am I on the fucking air right now or what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Huh? I, I had to step out of my board meeting after that fucking voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? I mean, they were talking shit on the Italians. What? They didn't know who was talking shit. <laughs> all of them. They didn't know what side side of the war of World War Two Papa fought on. They didn't know if he was Mussolini or U.S. So I just stick up for him. <laughs> Is the board Tiny clubs doing good? We're tied for first place in the bocce league. Let's there we go. Nice. We got two more games left before the playoffs. <coughs> Let's take it home. Let's take it home. Uh, we're taking that trophy back off of Sacco out of Penn Hills. Oh, God damn it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell them we need some shirts, man. Yeah, we need shirts. What do you want? Ren and Times Club shirts? Yeah. Yeah, the official ones. All right. The official ones. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll get them. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm going out with little Tony tomorrow night. <laughs> That's this guy? Yeah. Pat. What does that mean? That thing you did uh, to me. The guy that pinches his cheek? Yeah. yeah. What's that mean? I'll, tell, I'll, I'll, send him, I'll send Pat a picture. I'll send you guys a picture tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. It's going to be some guy. All right, have fun, guys. Hey, yeah. see ya. Nice. It's going to be some guy laying at the bottom of a river. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that little thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, huh? That means <laughs> down at the bottom. <laughs> little Tony, that guy's hilarious. Yeah. Is but it L.I.L.? The fact that he calls anybody Little Tony. <laughs> Is your dad taller than little Tony? No, they're the same fucking size. They're both five five. But the, maybe there's a big Tony. <laughs> there's always a big Tony. I yeah. there's a big Tony. I'm, I'm big Tony. Oh, okay. whoa, whoa! whoa. Tony, Six inches taller than my dad. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, in comparison to your dad, <laughs> I assume somewhere in that renting club though, there's a Tony. I'd assume. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That is a large man. Big pot-bellied man. Yeah, huge man. There's six Tonys in that, that whole entire club. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Minimum. Minimum, <laughs> Minimum six Tonys. Hey, Tony. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that was all the questions, by the way. That's all the questions? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, well, we did have one more, but Nick didn't like it, so. Yeah, I thought it was pretty generic and. Terrible? Yeah. There was one guy. I don't remember what it was. There was one guy who asked a great question if um, we could get public hours for the office so that people just come in and 
walk around. Yeah. We get like 10 like, of those a week. Like it's a museum uh-huh. or something? Mm-hmm. Three to six. You come to the office, walk around. Just walk around, bro. By yourself. Self-guided tours. You put the little <laughs> headphones on. <laughs> put the little uh, cassette and tape player there. We got you. Am I leading it? It's a basketball court. We just make like a little walkway and put glass on each side of it where we're inside the glass at all times. Like zoo animals. So you can't. When things like the Jurassic Park tour, when they first get there and they ride on the fucking thing, yeah, oh, you a little thing of beef jerky when you get in here to feed us, <laughs> just throw it over the glass. You guys don't know things are rough with our company whenever we're just giving out tours. <laughs> Come see where. Oh, it was uh, Sasquatch to, ate a pepper <laughs> to rub a magic lamp, and who would be a genie comes out who would be your guest on the podcast? Yeah, Tom yeah it was it. my question to um, and AJ said AJ it was a great question. On Pat McAfee show. Yeah, AJ said. It was a great question. I would mm-hmm. like that to be known. But For AJ Hawk, yeah. AJ mm-hmm. utilized it as a dig at Pat McAfee. I would just like a pair. I'd like to be known. I'd, I'd, my ideal, my dream interview on, on any of our shows as a pair together, Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Oh, mm. yeah. Nice. That'd be a hilarious pair. <laughs> They're best friends, so. They're yeah. really good friends. That would be a great interview. That would be a great interview. The stories. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine the stories. They're pranksters, too. Really? Mm-hmm. You think they're going to listen to you, though, at all? No, no. You would hold the interview. Me? Yeah. That's a lot of pressure on me, bro. A lot of people want to hear a lot of stuff from them. I think it's on you. I, I know I, I know a lot. First thing I'm asking too. Clooney about? Yeah. Monuments Men. Oh, <laughs> what, what happened? George, what happened? Oh, no. I'm going to say it was a great movie. How, yeah. how, how do you put together such an incredible movie? <laughs> what is he? He's director, producer of those movies now. Yeah. There's no way you've watched the entire movie. Yep. Whole thing. That thing will put you to sleep in 10 seconds. Maybe it did. (laughs) (laughs) It had one scene that things get kind of hairy for him. Yeah, when they're in a field. Yeah. Yep, see that? Boom. Roasted. Bang. There you go. It had one scene where things got hairy for a moment, and this is what we're... Well, it wasn't an an action action flick. Believe me. I know. You don't have to sell me on that. I'm just saying something could have happened that was interesting. Respect the arts. Manage your expectations going into a flick. That is a problem. That's your issue, yeah. That is a a legitimate problem. I said Tom Hanks. If if it was an actor, Tom Hanks, just because he's done his body of work in so many different kinds of movies and he started in TV, he's got to have some incredible stories. He started TV? Yeah. I don't read that. Yeah, he was like a comedy sitcom that ran for a long time called Bosom Buddies. He played (laughs) him and this other guy. Pete Scolari, I think is his name. Breast Buddies? The best Buddies. Breast Buddies. Huh? Bosom, bosom Buddies. buddies. <laughs> Sorry, Bosom Buddies. You threw me off. Isn't that your bosom, your breasts? Uh-huh. Well, this, this is why, because they were poor, and they were actors trying to make it, and they couldn't afford a place to live, so they dressed up as women to stay at this YWCA, or this place that only women could live. Uh-huh. And they, uh-huh. so they, <laughs> all the women thought they were women. They had to come home dressed as women, they leave as women, all that. It was, it was pretty good. But I- then... The Tom Hanks happened. Yeah. Exploded. Yeah, yeah. With big and all Terminal? Shit. Terminal. Oh, great movie. movie. He oh. makes nothing but bangers. Terminal was what? Like probably 15 years into his career? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was like two or five. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, five. I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking Tom Hanks was already pretty big when Terminal happened. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big, yeah. right? Was big the one that put him on the I map? I think big is the main one. Oh, big he could play piano. I mean, there was Sleepless feet. in Seattle. I don't know where this fell. I think big was in the 80s. Yeah. That was definitely a 90s movie for sure. Yeah. But You've got mail? 
Yes. Have you seen Perdition, uh, Road to Perdition? Yes. With him? That's a great movie. It's a mobster movie. He played like the enforcer for this Irish mob. Really? Oh, yeah. Road to who? Great movie. Perdition. Road to Perdition. It's really good. All like right. he plays a real badass in there. Dude. Bridge of Spies. Oh. The first. Good I, movie. I fell asleep during that one. The though. first yeah, Toy Story was, was in 95. Oh, oh yeah. I forget about it, Woody, bro. Can you Jesus imagine the stories about Christ. making Forrest Gump, though? Oh, Forrest Gump. Jesus Christ. Hey, these are, hey, we've gone on a pretty good little run here. Yes. Yeah, Big was in 88, but he was in a lot of stuff. He was in uh, Catch Me If You Can, too, wasn't he? He was, yeah, the, he was the police. Uh-huh. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Turner and Hooch. Castaway. Castaway. Cool. Him and Wilson, man. Yeah. League of Their Own. Oh. oh, no crying in baseball. Philadelphia. Heater after heater after heater mm-hmm. here. Good Where's he from? Paul the 13. Probably California. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Saving private. Ryan. I would go with um, yeah, he's Elon Musk or Matt Groening. Oh, nice. Groening would be great. Groening would be great. Groening. I like talking to Groening. Mm. I'm sure he's seen my video. He knows, he, he knows me. Absolutely. Groening knows me. Well, he actually saw it like seven years ago. Well, we don't know, honestly. Because he can see the future. It's like an A to B thing. Like yeah. his time uh, actual or in our world? It's a flat circle. So He's never going to die. <laughs> he's never going to die. My never. was never going to die. Never. Like Hancock. Great yeah. movie. Will Great Smith. movie. Maybe Joey's Will Smith. Dying. Maybe Will Smith. That might be the best superhero movie ever made. You know what? Hancock? I would like I would like Will to come in here because of the views it would generate. Because I would straight up ask him, what the hell went wrong, man? Why did everything change? Why would you say You it? were on top of the world. Oh. Why, why are you not and being you hospitable to our guests? still guess? are. He isn't. How about the story of Hancock? Hancock just being like, if you get married, you will die. That was no, just to that one out. lady. Yeah. yeah, but you know, be separated. It's about yeah, about being drawn to the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, you will die. Yep, it's a real kind life story. story. How about uh, Matthew McConaughey? Who? All right, all right, all right. He, yeah, oh, that, he would be great. That's yeah. up there. He's very far up there. Very good interview. He would be a great interview. Big you, sports guy too. You've met him, right, Pat? No, we just made eye contact. <laughs> <and> we, uh, <laughs> Beautiful eyes, probably. I did the fucking thing. <laughs> Keanu Reeves would be a good one. <laughs> Because we could get him out here and have him do maneuvers and shit oh, like yeah. he does. For, I don't know if he'd be oh, great. Like do you think he's a great interview, though? Oh, I bet he is. He'd great. play hockey with us in the office, too. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, he would Ooh. get on the net. Eh, well, he took DMP he and just became an entirely new guy. I have no idea. Because a couple years ago, there was photos surface of him walking down the street looking like Shia LaBeouf, like he was wearing Goodwill clothes just walking He always around. does, I feel like. He like lives like in like a small-ass house, too, I thought. That video of him doing his thing. <laughs> Insanity. I was like, look at this guy. Unbelievable. I mean, he's had two, like, series of movies that basically, what, The Matrix took up, what, 12 years of his life or mm-hmm. something? When The Matrix came and out, And he just it was studied like, Kung Fu for 12 years. There was nothing like for, The Matrix. I know. When it came upset you. Yeah, absolutely. And then he goes into John Wick and just becomes basically a Green Beret for several years. I mean. <laughs> the scene in The Matrix where they're shooting all those guns in the fucking bank or whatever and they're little, just blowing out the bullets. columns. Uh, that scene in the beginning of Armageddon when all the uh, asteroids are coming down and like blowing up Paris and shit, that was the two scenes my dad would put on when he was trying to show off the sound system. <laughs> <laughs> the surround sound. People would come over the house and go, we just got surround sound. <laughs> Anthony, sit down, sit down. Anthony, hand me Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget those two movies for that fucking reason. Yeah. You're fucking Go dead. ahead, put the VHS in. I forgot about that. <laughs> you would walk into like a... a Best Buy or someplace, fucking or H.H. Greg, and they would have like Jurassic Park playing. <laughs> yep. You would hear the, the dinosaur breathe from behind <laughs> you. You're like, oh, this is cool. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Oh, what? Mm. That'd be a good one. How far Stone Cold up on your list, Pat? He's pretty far up there. Mm-hmm. He and I talked one time. 
his agent was trying to sign me, and he knew that a good way to yeah, get so me to be interested way. would just have uh, me talk to one of his biggest clients, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we had a nice conversation. And I actually asked him. We had plans on uh, doing each other's show or something like that. That was a real conversation to happen. And I said, has anybody ever talked to you about your completion percentage on those beers? Because I don't think I ever saw you <laughs> drop one growing up. Like, I don't think you I ever didn't. saw him drop one. And he goes, oh, I never thought of that. Why don't you ask me that on the show? I was like, okay, yeah, I will. Fuck, that's a great. I would like to hear that. And then we never did the show. Mm. And It'll I, happen. I didn't sign with that agent, though. So I get Maybe. it. That's a business really? thing. Yeah, I didn't sign with him. He ended that, up all right. That agent was, um, I'm sure he's doing great for Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> sure. I didn't enjoy my conversation. <laughs> Stone Cold's probably doing great for him. Uh, Stone, yeah. Yes. Stone Cold, by the way, just has a reality show on USA right now. Yeah. yeah. the It's like a in course. Just being, no, it's just being Steve Austin. It's just like. Oh, it's yeah, not you the, just go do something with him for the day. Cause yeah. I, oh, because I watched the one where he had his own like course that you had to get through. And, yeah, that was yeah. called. Um, that was a great show. I knew a lady that it was, was on, on his the, ranch, right? Broken yes. Skull Ranch. Broken yeah. Skull yeah. Ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I knew a lady that did that. Oh, I watched she, a couple episodes. She fought over the. Yeah. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah, she fought. Yeah. Like her first scene, the first competition challenge to get to the end, hers was to fight somebody else in a water thing and get to the other side. Yes. And I guess she tried to uh, drown the other person. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to reshoot it. So, but yeah, Stone Cold, that, that guy's a badass. Yeah. That'll happen eventually. Foxy? I feel like uh, Pat digging into Tom Brady about being just like a perfect human, you know, all the scandals with the Patriots, Bill Belichick. That could be pretty good, too. I do think mm-hmm. I'd get some good answers out yeah. of Brady. And he's he's uh, telling a lot of dad jokes right now, so he might be into the humor. Trying to do his thing right yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I do have a lot because I have a lot of respect for him. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Absolutely. So I think he'll know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I do have some questions. I mean, there are some things that have popped up here. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to talk about. Avocado He's ice cream. I'd like to hear about that. I want to hear about the TB12 treatment. I want to hear about Guerrero, how he helped you. Like, hey, should I have got one of these guys? Would it have made me better? Belichick. Do you hate Belichick every year? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to hear when he retires what that relationship is really like. It won't be when he, it'll be like 10 years after. Yeah. That. yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Like the Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy thing. That was just getting leaked by a lot of people all the time. Like, mm-hmm. thing, who knows what the actual truth is there? Right. Really? Who knows what it is? But it will be interesting to hear the most successful football couple yeah. in the history of football if they hated each other or not. Right. Because you would assume at some point they're going to start hating each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just has to happen. Ups and downs with any relationship. Respect each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have to hate each other, though, yeah. in my eyes. I think so. That would be a great interview. Maybe Bill so. Belichick. Yeah, that too. Same same exact thing. If he talked, yeah, he'd give you talk, though. Well, I would have to get, I mean, it would probably take a good 10, 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 20, maybe 30 minutes to get him to open up. And then whenever we get him open up, that's when we start. That's when we start. Yeah, we yeah. got the rest. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Jesus. We, were, we, knew, we both knew we were going to get here. It'd be awesome. Zito, who would you want? Oh, I said Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. There is a guy. Uh, I'm Mr. Portillo. We, oh, Dick, I met him. We can really get this guy. I think we should get him. Uh, his name's Richard Marcinko or Dick Marcinko. He was the first commanding officer of SEAL Team 6. Oh, like guy with the ponytail? Yes. He's oh, wrote several seems... books. Like, what are you doing? They call he's him a lunatic, right? Man. People call him an uh, yeah, eclectic yeah. individual. Yeah, like the Navy, I don't think, is on good terms with him because oh, he's talked for, about so much. That's good for, so much, oh, that's good for show hosts. Yeah. He formed Red <laughs> Cell, which is that former SEALs and uh, Force Recon Marines that – would go around and test national security installations for their That's awesome. defensive measures and whatnot. They would infiltrate, you know, and be like, tell you what's wrong with your system. Like you would do at schools. Yeah, exactly. This guy is like a, a badass. He's like 70 years old That was creepy you now. did that, by the way. Yep. Hey, you tried I to was kill getting kids. paid. 
<laughs> I just go where they tell me to go. Get paid, bro. Ooh, how walk in these yeah, that's today. what the Nazi soldiers said too. Jesus, jeez, oh, why does everything have With to go you. back to that? I don't know if we compare me walking through. Just following orders. <laughs> in elementary, just to it's in our blood. Oh, it's in our blood. We bring up the Nazis a lot to divert what we did. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. smart. <laughs> What's that movie? Gone with the Wind. I don't remember. It's 5.30 somewhere. It's a good movie. They burned down a theater at some point when the Nazis come. Oh, it's a glorious bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. It's a great movie. Mm -hmm. I think I caught a tail end of that there um, the other night, late night, it was on somewhere. I caught the tail end of it. That's a good movie. Yeah, really good movie. Dominic DeCoco. A lot of subtitles. Gorlami. But great movie. The Bear Jew. Oh, he was the best. Hey, they killed them Nazis now. Yeah. Down the basement, you got to use your thumb to count one. Yeah. The <laughs> German three. Never German, forget. He's German three. Three. Nine. That scene had you on the edge of your seat, dude. Down there in the basement? Yeah, it was tense. It was tense down yeah. there. I feel like a lot of tense moments probably in that war. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> 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 Most worse. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, it's Friday. So if you're watching on YouTube, this is it for you. Take a hike, bro. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, I'm sorry. But you're done because you can't listen to copyrighted music, and it's Friday. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. Mm-hmm. It's big business. YouTube big rules. Got to respect it. Big YouTube. All right. You're out. It's time for I don't, Friday. Hold on. I don't think it's YouTube either. Big internet. I think it's the music. Yeah. Big music. Big record companies. Big record companies. Mm-hmm. It's big not record. YouTube. YouTube just gets sued by the record company. So YouTube so they had to stop it's probably allowing Taylor it. Swift's fault. She's made so much money. She was number one on the Forbes celebrity. It's those few artists who won't release their music onto the streaming ones. Those motherfuckers. Yeah. That's the way they do it. There's Mm. business people, man. I don't even think they even know or have anything to do with it. They got enough. It's these labels, man. I think Taylor. All about about the labels. I think Taylor runs her own thing. It's these labels, man. Keeping it The authority. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like the authority, but we have to listen to them for this particular Mm. situation. Can we blame uh, (laughs) blame Sean Parker? Who? Sean Parker from Webster? Yes. Yeah, Napster. 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 Napster, yeah. He also had from the dictionaries, Webster. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, thanks for hanging out. You're done. Now it's Friday Bangers. Oh! It's the end of the week. Y'all already know what that means. Whether you want to chill pregame and get hammered, this right here, we call this the Friday Bangers. Bangers. It's the Friday Bangers. Met Uncle Sam and his mom. Oh, great, yeah. people. great people. Great people. So Uncle Sam with a K, two M's. Check them mm-hmm. out. All right. Uh, quite an eclectic choice from everyone this week, Pat. You meant used that word earlier. Great oh, were we word. supposed to send them in? Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll start off with Foxy's pick. What? <laughs> to lead us off here, Blink-182 with Miss You. Fuck them. They ruined oh. it. Lil Wayne hated being with this man. This was Fox's emo days. I thought this was just good vibes. Have Did you, you do the black fingernails? No, no, no. This is about the belt. <laughs> 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 it all goes full circle. Seventh grade girlfriend just broke up with him. Haven't found my Hello jumper there. yet. The angel from my nightmare. The shadow in the background of the moor. The Tom DeLonge, the lead singer, he's a big alien guy. Has he been in on the raid yet? I don't know about the raid. He's a huge alien. Well, he's torn with an alien. So. 
Yeah. Where you can always Goblin. find me. Foxy, I didn't know you were a cutter. <laughs> a what? A cutter. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, you learn something every day. Blink 182 had some heaters, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused how this is like an emo band. Well, I think what? this song. <laughs> oh, I just like it. I just think it feels good. <laughs> You're not helping your case. Emo <laughs> is uh, the other emo, I think. The other emotion. I don't think I've ever Where heard this song. What? And I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. This makes you feel good? I mean, it is a banger, Foxy. That's what I'm saying. I've never heard this. Well, there's different bangers. Like, it's an emo pick, banger. I always pick Drake, so I'm like, I gotta switch it up. Like, you gotta be in a mood. Like, when I, I listen to, like, MCR and shit like that, that's a mood like this. Yeah. What? My Chemical Romance. Of course. You know, you would. I mean, him and Drake, uh, Blink and Drake, though, not far off with the whole. What was me, What's this song called? Miss You. <laughs> but it's like the way, the, the way he sings it kind of takes some of the. Yeah, yeah. It dulls the pain. <laughs> I think you guys are looking too deep into it. I put a mattress you know in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm an internet troll. <laughs> Let my mom buy me dinner, and I'm cooking. I'm a winner anymore. I forgot about this but genre. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I forgot about this genre of music. Yeah. I had to bring it back. Because they have rap bars. This was like our sixth, seventh grade years. Was it? Eighth grade. I don't think I ever got it. This was on in, I think, Abercrombie and Hollister. Yep. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's accurate. Skateboards were big. Hacky sack was big. Hey, the late, the young little, the girls in our area love these, this type of shit. Warp okay. Tour. Warp Tour was like the biggest thing going. I just listen to lyrics, though, so it would be tough for me to listen to this on a regular basis. Oh, here you go. Maybe this one will do I got better. things to do. Bro. This is Zito's pick. Chance the Rapper with Cocoa Butter Kisses. Ooh. I love me some Cocoa Butter. <laughs> <laughs> Chance has an interesting style. New album coming out. He reminds me of him. His voice reminds me of Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stank. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think it stank. I miss my Cocoa Butter Kisses. Huh. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. Huh? Cigarettes on cigarettes. Everything okay with you guys at home? I was just going to say, this is just as emo as my song. Zito, you put a lot of cocoa butter on when you get out of the shower? I love this cocoa butter. I told you that already. You probably use it instead of showering. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. Oh, boy. Ran out of Axe spray. I'm going to use the cocoa butter and just rub it on my whole body. Well, they say cocoa butter is good for uh, stretch marks. I got a couple of those. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, hey, I'm proud of the future <laughs> I think it's going to be a real. I think he's going to hit one of those like Instagram photos where he just turns into a fitness freak, like Turtle did at the end yeah. of Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be Zito at some point, just because Nick's so rude. I got an email. I'm sort of thing old episode. What'd you say, here? I got an email to join the influencer school. I want to go. So bad. 
We tried to sign you up for a couple of those I think things. that's why they, they sent me that email. I'm in like a part of this email chain now. <laughs> I'm trying to send Zito to these motivational speakers just they, to get his recap on it. They denied uh, me from guy. He had so much energy. <laughs> He's trying to change my life. He said one thing I like, though. Well, it, it was going to cost us like $10,000 to go, and they denied us our $10,000. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do it. That's tough. Smoke a little something, but I don't inhale. Everywhere that I go, everywhere they be asked as they go instead of go in. Well, go figure, Victor's light skin. Jesus got me feeling like cold and pale. All praise to the guy, God knows he's a pro. He's a pro like cold and tell. Check, check, make, check me, take me to the bedroom like you know me well. I mean, normally you see Norma Jean with a ticket with farmer. Phil, but these kids these days, they get so high, burn tree smoke chloral. Phil, till they can't feel shit, shit, they face this 15 heads on this L. He's good. Like Miss <laughs> my dick, delegated rap bill, this is Vic Mensa. And Twista. Twista's on his track, too. Oh, I can't wait for that. You know it. Is there a nice celebrity on the list? That's a good song. Don't make You could have sent it out. I said, I didn't say anything. interesting. Did you? I think I said it like interesting. Like, oh, maybe we'll you'll see that coming in the next couple weeks. Not next week. Cause maybe I change mine too from tonight. Today. Straight to over the I really like the album my song came from. A lot. We'll see past now. This is Avicii and Vargas and Lagala. Well, excuse me, sir. Mr. Sir. Excuse me, Mr. Sir. This is the second song you put on here from this album, right? It's a Tim, good album. I just put it on shuffle. Just right. the, the album. Chicken, chicken, microphone, chicken. I tell you what you need to know. Holla, holla, gotta make a dollar. Time to put on a show. Many, many, one too many. People try to fill my shoes. But see ya, see ya, see you around later. I'm about to make a move. It's called Tim. Yeah, v- Vici album. It's undercover Ooh. name. It's how to get her like this. Ooh, yeah, Vici's definitely dead, but Tim, still all right. Thriving. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this whole thing is fucking chilling. There's also another song on there called Hold the Line, where they actually say, like, we're too young to die, something hold the line, though. Like, there's like, a, there, the whole album is basically like, every song has a sort of, if you believe he's still alive. There's a lot of things for you to listen to. Be like, yep, he's fine. That right there. That's what. It's a good album. I just put it on shuffle, by the way. The album. You never do that. Normally go playlist, yeah. Pandora station. That's a lot of trust. Couldn't tell you the last time I've actually went to an album and just said, 
Let's shuffle this thing. Get Richard Dot It's probably yeah. the right answer. What was that, uh, Foxy? You said. I didn't say anything. But graduation is my shuffle album. He said it was the uh, greatest rap album of all time, didn't you? Yes. I still stand by that. <laughs> didn't we do the study though? Like, yeah, yes, we did. incredible album. I thought we said they were like equal. Like there was like one no, song. I don't think we said that. That's revisionist history. Huh. It was close. What's that? Get rich or die trying. Every song's a banger. Yes. One. I think there's one we said. Oh yeah. I it, thought it was like one to one. No. Graduation was incredible. Yes. But I think there was like two or three that we would have skipped. We'll do it again. Barry Bonds, skip. All right. My pick for this week is The Lost Kings in Wiz Khalifa and Social House with Don't Kill My High. Ooh. Oh. So please don't call me out when I'm finished. But you can't judge me right now. Sorry. I don't think I've heard Wiz rap in recent history. <laughs> like I haven't, I don't know where I'm. He's very rich now. His last album wasn't the best. It was Rolling Papers too. It's a couple years ago, right? Yeah. People last year. He's a star bar. Star power. He's star year. Oh. <laughs> he's get back with Taylor Gay. Or he's just got so much money. He doesn't. Yeah. Who was his producer guy? Chubby Woods. Chubby Woods wasn't a producer for him. What was he? He's another rapper. He's a rapper. What was that guy that. There's a studio in Pittsburgh. Yep. E. Rosh. I don't know. E. So. Phonics. Oh, he Bonix is his uh, Bonix is his DJ. His DJ Bonix. Studio in Pittsburgh though that him and Mac Miller went through. Zito just did a uh, dance punch into the sky. Big hand dancer, Zito. I've said it before. I'm not really into the hand dance. Todd, did you send a song in? I did. How about Phil Mainz? Phil did send a song in. Phil sent it in when we were still doing covers. And uh, I kept it anyways because it's a good one. It's Hootie and the Blowfish with Use Me. I just imagine him and his mustache just dancing. That ID Labs was Mac Miller and Wiz There it is, yeah. I um, I FaceTime with Phil today to talk about something. I asked him if he sent music in, and he said yeah. And Nick said it was a cover though. I said we're not doing covers anymore. And Phil said his exact word: "Fucking run it." <laughs> He's all pumped. He's going to see Hootie this weekend. Hootie's in Pittsburgh. Oh, oh I know. August seventeenth. Singing it in, right? Yeah. Here, here, here. <laughs> hey, I hold you. What was that, Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Just take the balls up. Any 90s song. Hey, I hold you. He's in that loudest voice. 
might be right. Todd's pick. A little CCR, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Ooh, Down on the corner. Somewhere. Oh, for the Ducky Market. What do you got going on over there? These guys get it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> These guys? They get it. My girlfriend can't stand CCR. I don't get it. Really? Like, what is not How do you still live with her? I know. I almost left several times. Every time I I'm like, I'm going to pack it up. Excuse me. Grab that charcuterie board. Get out of here. Get out of here. I know. I mean, they're nothing but. This feels good. Yeah, it does. Feel good music. It's good walking down the street. It's like soft. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can plug these in any movie. Oh, out in the streets. Yikes. They do make you feel good, though, right? Yeah. This one will make you feel good. We'll close out with Diggs' pick. Uh. Kenny Loggins. Oh, no way. This is, this is That's up. Not it. Top Gun. The trailer is unfucking believable. Nice. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. I was a freshman in high school when Top Gun came. <laughs> Changed everybody's life. My brother actually texted me and said, Did you see it? Six question marks and then goosebumps. And he goes, Never mind, you saw Pat's the story. You did see it. I did. You were a freshman in high school in this movie? Yeah, dude. It changed everybody's lives. This movie came out the year I was born. Everybody went and got a ninja motorcycle. Everybody was wearing aviator sunglasses. Beach volleyball came back. We didn't have a beat, so people were putting them in the back of the house. I've seen it over 100 times, but that's not exactly. Yeah. Top Gun? Yes. Well, because like, I started watching it when I was probably like five. Mm-hmm. Because I was born in 88, so, you know, I stuck with Bambi and shit for a while. Three ninjas. Yeah. And then I went to Top Gun. Probably every year that I was since the age of five, probably ten times a year. It's probably accurate. Kenny Loggins might be the number one um, soundtrack guy. Soundtrack. Pretty good. Uh, Pretty good. Footloose. Run. He's got this. Caddy. He's got a song in Caddyshack. Caddyshack. My college house was the house from Footloose. Or was it that or? Okay. What's the one where she went? She wasn't allowed to dance. Oh, Flash. Footloose. Flash dance. Flash. I think Footloose is the right answer. Yeah. Or is that with she's a stripper? The one where she pours the water on herself. Dirty no. dancing. That's. Is there a Flash? flash there is a Flash dance. They were way out in the country in uh, Footloose. So. Right. It's probably Flash dancing. Yeah. Maybe it was Face Off. That was filmed in Pittsburgh. Really? It was Flash. It was Flash. I don't know if it was. I think so. It was Flash Dance. Batman was. The house that they lived in in Flash Dance yeah. was the house that I lived in in college. This one right here. Add oh, Nicholas yeah. Cage to uh, podcast interview guys. That would be pretty good. I watched National Treasure. Great movie. Like Great movie. Love it. Awesome. That's my first time. There's two more of those. I'm all in. What a shithole house. 
Angels. Was Faceoff in Pittsburgh? Yes. No. Los Angeles. <laughs> what was the one where the fucking... Sudden Death? Where the, oh, there there yeah. With Jean-Claude Van Damme? Oh, yeah. Where the igloo blew up. That's the one. Where he played, Great movie. Where he played goalie. He took Tommy Barrasso out. He did. He Brad Tolliver, yeah. Barrasso, for some reason, wasn't in the actual movie. There were a couple other guys that were, but they replaced him. Same number as Brad Tolliver. Why would you ever replace Tommy Barrasso? I mean, at that point in his career. Not going to save anything. It's not real. Yeah. It was better Kenny Raggett. Reggett was in the movie. They brought Reggett in. Kenny Reggett. Luke Robitaille was in there. Great names. These are all good hockey Jay names. Caulfield. Scratch my back was with Luke, a hacksaw. Luke? Kenny Reggett just made the same. Was Luke in uh, Mighty Ducks, too? As um, well. I mean, T-O-O. Mike well. Madonna was. I can't remember yeah, if Robitaille popped up. He might have been. This is, Mike, this is Mike Madonna in the Robitaille. And that, my friends, is Hockey Talk. And an episode. And Friday Bangers. It's done. All right. We're out of here. We love you. Have an incredible weekend. An incredible weekend. Drive safe. We'll see you next week. You guys should give away something here. Find a poll. See if anybody listened to this point. Uh, Okay. Let's come up with uh, what we need is I want you to send in hashtag Top Gun Zeke. You're going to use the hashtag (laughs) Top Gun Zeke. If you could give Zito any role. Oh, in the, the new Top Gun movie, what would it be? Also, what would be his call sign? Oh, yeah. We're going to need his call yeah. sign. The call sign for Top Gun Z. And what part he plays in the new Top Gun Z. So put it, hashtag Top Gun Z. We'll have Zito review want. these uh, and pick a winner. His favorite one. All of, one. Our, so all of our call signs. <laughs> you want to do all of them? Yeah, maybe. Well, well, see what they tweet, want. A lot of ha- well, that's a tie. Like, it's a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. 240 characters. Oh, I like that. So if it's a good one. Two good ones. All right, so let's just do hashtag Top Gun Heartland and give each one of us our call sign for the new Top Gun movie. If we were to be casting the new Top Gun movie, what's our call sign? We'll go through it. We'll have Diggs, since he's the biggest Top Gun fan. Whoa. Whoa. That was a shot across the bow. It's been Maverick for like the last 12 uh, Halloweens. Have you really? You look through them. You look through them and you pick a winner. Deal. And we'll send you a shirt. We'll both do it. All right. Other than that, we're out. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. (laughs) That's not the same movie.